Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Movie Combat. Movie Combat. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I did that the last. Well, yeah, because you're the one that normally does that as oh, part right. of it. So anyway, see, that's where you got to listen to every episode so you get mm. to hear every intro. That's, yeah, how, it works. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, out. they're all similar but different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, welcome back to Movie Combat. We're in our season one of uh, movie combat and we are watching all of the alien and predator movies yep. and boy we're getting close yeah yeah this is our second to last one our yep. ultimate episode of this season yeah our this is episode uh 11 is this episode 11 yep. yeah yep. and uh man it's <laughs> it's been a rocky road if <laughs> yeah. i'd ever done seen it yep. and the thing is about this these movies that i have come to know is um, different directors <laughs> oh, yeah. have different flavors. Yep, that is the main. That is yeah. the main thing you can take away from all of this. <laughs> yes. Is every director has every different flavor <laughs> that they want to. They want to add their own je ne sais quoi yeah. to every single one of these I'd, movies. I'd say this one added a little bit of nuts. If you, <laughs> 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 you know <what> I mean. <laughs> um, speaking of, so let's let's get to the movie that we watched uh, this week, which was Alien Three. Yep. Um, and can I just say that? So go ahead and say it. These titles, <laughs> when I was a kid, confused the hell out of me because you got Alien, Aliens, and Alien Three. So yes. I was like, "Where's Alien 2? And people are like, "That's Aliens." But I was like, "I thought that was the first one." They're like, "No, that's Alien." Wait, but there's more than one Alien in the first one? No, it's just Alien. But what about Aliens? That's the sequel. But I thought that was Alien 3. But here's the thing about <laughs> Alien 3. There's only one alien. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> so let's, let's dive it's on weird. in. It's weird. Let's dive on into this All right. motion picture. So first things first, I noticed quite a difference here with the Fox 20th Century Fox. That's, I have that written down, too. It, dun, dun, oh, speaking of which, before we go oh. on. You asked me this question before we started recording. What edition did we watch in this? Oh, yes. Yeah, so Just so that the people back at home can understand what we've been... If things yes. are different, this is what we watched. So we watched the 2003 special cut. Like special, special edition. Special edition, yeah. yeah. And, and essentially, this one has some different scenes. It's a little bit longer. And um, so there are a couple scenes that I know off the top of my head that are different. Um primarily like one of the alien scenes and one one towards the end so i'll i'll talk about those later but uh i don't really know all the scenes that are different i think there's a couple cuts that are different and maybe some extra stuff thrown in just for informational purposes but um but yeah it's it's not too big of a difference as far as like what what it is it's just those two scenes that i know off the top of my head that are the major changes um, but yeah, as far as the 20th Century Fox, you know, dun, 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 you know, and then all of a sudden it just stops and then cuts to like a hard, like crazy well, space yeah. musical cue. It like. was a long hold on the last part because yeah, the yeah. What was it? Dun, 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 and then it kept got like, going. Yeah, yeah it, it it didn't do the like, dun. It didn't do that yeah. part at the end of the song. It just kept going, and uh, yeah, and then. Also, did you notice that the Alien 3 
didn't fade in like the others. Yeah, it, it just was like Alien Three. Yeah, it was just like, hey, boom. It was like Sigourney Weaver title, and then it's done. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, unfortunately, okay. it wasn't done. We still got intro credits. Yes. With flashes of other stuff. Yes. What uh, were those other stuff though? And I think this actually might have been something that was different from the main one because I don't think we get to see this part. I think you find out some of this information later in the movie. So essentially, it's cutting, it's flashing between credits and scenes of Ripley and crew on the Sulaco. And then all of a sudden, you see it pan over, and there's an egg on the ship, and the egg's open. And then, it p- and then another scene, it shows like the face huggers' fingers like creeping all up, all weird onto one of the pods, and then a splat of acid, and then some smoke, and then the fire alarm goes off, and then essentially the Sulaco mother thinks that there is a fire on the ship, so it takes all the pods and puts them on an escape vessel and jettisons the ship off of the vessel and this is all like through the beginning of the credits and then essentially where the movie officially starts is when the um, escape pod crash lands on this planet and it does flash the title or it does flash the name of the planet um, Fury or well Fiorina but they call it Fury 161 because I have no idea Fiorina Fiorina I don't know how to pronounce the actual name um, outer veil mineral or refinery double Y chromosome work correctional facility. So essentially, this planet is full of dudes. <laughs> like, yeah, because it, it's <laughs> it's uh, essentially a male prison. Yeah, is what this is. It's supposed to be Alcatraz. Yeah, in a matter of speaking. Yeah. Um, but I gotta say, man, I that whole little flash forward intro was four minutes long. Yeah. And I didn't know what the hell was happening. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Like, because it didn't give you enough time to understand what was happening right right it just gave you like oh something's up oh now back to credits yeah because it kept showing ripley's face bouncing back and forth and then and then it showed like these little flashes of like a face hugger on a skull but you don't see like whose pod it got into initially because it's kind of just kind of flashing between because you do see a, a brief glimpse of newt and i i want to say it might show hicks like one quick time but barely even a second because it shows like all the pods at once. I think it's when they're putting them into the evac ship or whatever. And and then uh, yeah, you see a face hugger on a skull, and then you see Ripley. I think is the last person you see, and um and then it crashes into the water. So it's like uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I did not know what to call it, so I just said it was a ship. But I know there are escape pods. It was just weird. Yeah, how it was all done. But yeah, the man looks out to these gray waves. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, I'm like what what is happening here. Um, and you and know who that man was, right? The the first guy that we see after after the crash ship. No. Oh, okay. So the dude walking up on the shore is Charles Dance, Tywin motherfucking Lannister. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's okay, a young it's a Game Ty- of Thrones. Yeah, thing. young it, Tywin, dude. Yeah, man. Charles Dance. Yeah, he's he's playing this character. You you find out his name later, but yep, that's who it is. Uh, yeah, and so Ripley washes ashore mm-hmm. in black tar. Yeah, dude. She's just covered in like shit. <laughs> and then so he like finds her and picks her up and essentially runs her back to uh like back to the the base I guess or where the prison or wherever they're at, you know. Yeah. What else what else is going on though after that? Um yeah, so uh so then they end up sending out a crew uh to go pick up the ship and uh there's a bunch of wreckage um and they use a bunch of oxen uh to pull the ship onto the shore. They're looking through it, and as as they're pulling the ship up, there's, like, a dude typing on a computer and is cutting back and forth. Essentially, he's, like, narrating what's happening on the computer by typing it out. You find out that Hicks died. Um, 
and then uh, Newt died. And then yeah, and then Newt died. But they don't say Newt; they say young girl died. Yeah, yeah, because possible like, age eleven or something. Yes, yeah, and then uh, and then Droid Smash Beyond Repair or whatever, and then one survivor, which is Ripley. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then that's pretty much all you find out about the ship. You don't really get too much information about it at first. Pretty much enough for them to retcon anything so they didn't have to bring yes. those actors back. That's pretty much it. They're yeah. just like, we just want to get Ripley back because they probably either A, couldn't get those actors, or B, they just didn't want to be in it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it cuts to uh, Dylan, which is a priest. Dylan! Yeah, dude. <laughs> and I forget I forget Charles. Dylan, Dylan. you son of a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bringing it all yeah, full yeah, circle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so this this dude, he was in a couple he's been in a couple TV shows and he's been in a couple movies. I think his name's Charles D- Dutton, if I'm not mistaken. Um yeah, look him up. I'm sure you'd recognize him. He he was in a show I remember on TV back in the 90s called The Rock. He was like a garbage man or something. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a weird show. Um but yeah, he so he's a priest who uh who is essentially praying with the prisoners and whatnot, and they're all talking about how like they've taken a vow of celibacy and they can't be like, no, we can't have a woman here. It's gonna fuck us up. Yeah, because they're all men's and they haven't yeah. seen a woman in probably decades. Yeah, so. it's it's been a long time, and most of them are serving life sentences because they're all criminals. They're all. I like, wrote down everyone is a hitman because yeah. they have the barcode on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, about they that. have a barcode on the back yeah. of their tattooed on the back of their head. Yeah, they're all rapists, murderers. Um, you know, just bad people overall. But a rescue team was called. Yes. And it should be here inside a week is what was referenced in the beginning. Yeah. And then later, it's not a week because this movie does not take place within a week's time. Yeah, I'd say maybe the, over the course of like a couple days. I would say even a day. Yeah. No, this this movie moves pretty fast. It's not yeah, cause, uh, within a week. Because she even mentions at one point, she's like, oh, it was about an hour ago. And it's like, holy shit, it's only been an hour? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it felt like a long time. Yeah, I know? actually made reference to that later on in yeah. my notes here. Um, and then Clemens gets introduced. Yes. He's the doctor. You might definitely know who the – if there's any actor you'll recognize other than – Sigourney Weaver, you're going to recognize the guy who plays Clemens. Uh, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Oh, but that's I do Charles know. Dance. That's Charles Dance. Okay. Yeah. Wait, well, who's the... That's the same guy. Char- he he walked out initially and found Ripley, and then he's the one who ran her back to the middle. That's what you're so. talking about. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, that's what... Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I didn't... I was... I was I, see, I, I don't watch... I'm not like a Game of Thrones guy. Oh, gotcha. So I don't know a lot of these characters. So when you said Lannister, I was like, oh, okay. And then I started trying to go through all yeah, the Lannisters, yeah. and I'm like... Okay, there's like four or five of them. <laughs> and then yeah. So, but okay, yes, this is who that is. Yes. Yeah, Tywin. Yeah, he plays Tywin Lannister, the the father of Cersei and Jaime or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then Rick uh, Ripley wakes up 13 minutes into the movie now. Yeah. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Starting that. to get into this type of. I right off the bat, this was starting to get a little bit bad. I was like, oh, God, the main character hasn't done a damn thing mm-hmm. 13 minutes into this movie. Yeah, it was kind of crazy how long it took her to, like, actually kind of pop in the, into the deal. Like, norm- in, the, in the previous two movies, it was essentially, like, you get a quick plot, like, thread to basically start the movie off, and then it cuts right to them waking up out of their bed. Well, see, that's whatever. the thing. I, I mean, duly remember, this. we gave Aliens a 10. Yeah. And so this movie has got so much hype to live up to. Oh, yeah. Especially with coming off of this movie. And here's the other thing is this movie is designed to be watched right after Aliens. Right. Because it takes place 
right after Aliens. Yeah. So, to me, I you set yourself up. You want me to compare you to this movie because you put yourself right after it. I can't. You can't say, "Oh, well, this is like twenty years later." Yeah. It's like, um, dude, you're you have the ending of the last movie in this movie. It's essentially the Matrix sequels. Like they take place one right after the other, and it's like, oh, you got a lot of a lot to live up to, man. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> so, and and you guys, uh, you the PT Nation, you know that we like the movies. Just getting all that shit out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get into it. It's a monster movie. Let's get it. Yeah. And uh, this, this this does not do that. This one's a little slow. A little? Yeah. <laughs> a little slow? I'm not, not going to lie. It gets, I was starting it gets, to get tired towards oh the end Oh, boy. It. <laughs> I, I've got notes. I've got notes. Anyway, Clemens mentions that there is a bad lice problem. If you guys remember, if you guys notice, oh, right. in this whole entire movie, this place is gross. It has yeah. bugs everywhere. I wrote... Uh, when when I think it's Cle- is Clemens the one that goes and gets Ripley or is that just some prisoner? No, yeah, Clemens is the one who finds her on the beach. Okay, because when he brings her inside, he takes the jacket off and he throws it on the ground. It's just covered in flies. Oh, and you're like, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I she, can't do this. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he finds her on the beach and runs her, and then he that's when he tells everybody to go get like, go go check. There might be more survivors yeah. or whatever. Uh, nobody has seen a woman in years. Yeah. Oh, and just a quick aside, there are 20 quick aside. F- 25 people in this facility. It's meant, it, it's just a quick one-off. Like, I think he mentions, like, oh, there's 25 prisoners in this facility, and then there's the two, like, people who the are two, the, the I, re- I called them pris- uh, prison guards, but yeah. one of them is the superintendent. Yeah. Is, is what Clemens refers to, uh, the rounder yep. shaped one. And then, and then Clemens himself, who's the med officer. So in total, there's 28 people. At that facility, mm-hmm. uh, they know her name because it said so on the back of her shorts. <laughs> that's the only point of reference they get her name from. Oh, that's right. She woke up naked. I forgot. Well, in her underwear. It oh. was in her underwear shirt. Oh, but I thought when she got out of bed, she was naked. Yeah, because they oh, stripped oh, her down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Newt, uh, Clemens mentions that Newt drowned in her cryo tube, and. Uh, they noticed that there was acid on the tube. Yes, they did. Uh, which was uh, a little out. interesting. Yep. She's like, I got to know how she died. Okay, so here's the, here's the, here is the deal. <laughs> like, I got to pause on this scene. Okay. Is so uncomfortable to watch that oh, I almost yeah. didn't want to watch the See, rest of the I'm, movie. I'm curious if this was an, uh, another scene that might have been cut out of the original. Okay, so here's what we're talking about. There's a scene where, okay, so Ripley goes in and says to Clemens that she needs to check the body. And so they get into this point where they have to go check Newt's body. Fine. Okay. Remember, Newt is 11 years old. Yeah. And I don't know if this was a body double. I don't know if this was a real girl. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable to watch. I didn't want to watch it. And because there was a... So Clemens and this other uh, prisoner walk over because she says, like, I need to check. Uh, You know, I just want to say my final goodbyes. So Clemens and the other prisoner walk away, and they're kind of at a distance, and they look over. Uh, Well, one of the prisoners is looking over and watching Ripley, and Ripley starts... They pulled down yeah, the upper uh, half of her. Yeah, essentially so it's there's this, this half-naked little girl yeah, laying on a table. Exactly. And then what's even weirder is Ripley then feels around on her. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, dude, what is happening right now? So so she And it goes on 
way too long. Yeah, it, it lasts for a good few minutes because she, she essentially is checking to see if. And I get that. Oh, okay. I get. I understand what she's doing. It's just really, really uncomfortable yeah. that it's a little girl and we're getting just the chest shot. Yeah, it was really and strange. And I was very not happy with that. Like, at, at first, initially, I didn't, like, it caught me off guard, but I was like, okay, like, I can I can be okay with this just simply because it's, like, science. I'm not, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that, too. But, but, but the part that got me after initially, like, that kind of made me, I guess, uncomfortable for, like, lack of a better term because I wasn't like squirming in my seat or nothing but I mean like it was just weird when when she was doing like feeling around the chest or whatever it like zoomed in and so yeah. that's the part where yeah because that like, was what set me over the edge yeah, of like dude let's move the, on I don't want to see a close-up of the girl's chest like, yeah and, <laughs> and duly again I don't know if it because in the credits mm-hmm. it does say an actress oh okay. or an see, actor I, I or an actu- actress yeah I didn't so actually I look at the credits this time, yeah so. somebody played Newt Oh, so okay. my thing is, is like whether it was a rubber figure, which it probably was. So it wasn't some pedophile movie yeah. like they probably put a rubber uh, mannequin as the yeah. spotty double. It was just really, really weird. And yeah. I didn't like that. And it went way too long. And like you could easily went boom, boom. She feels around because they cut back to that like three different times yeah. and they cut back to Ripley feeling around like two or three different times. Yeah, because initially the one prisoner sees it, then it cuts to her again, and then he goes back to the prisoner and he asks Clemens what's going on, then it cuts back to her again, and then they both are like, huh. And then Yeah, Clemens they're about as over. weirded out as we are, <laughs> yeah. as they are, because they're like, dude, what is happening over there? Yeah. And so then Clemens comes over and he's like, okay, what what's going on? She won't. She won't tell him. Yeah. This. She's being very hush hush. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Because she, she. I had this problem the, the whole way through the movie. She makes up an excuse of it being a, a cholera outbreak, and the dude's like, "Cholera, cholera hasn't been around for like two hundred yeah, years." Yeah, uh, yeah, cholera hasn't been around for two hundred years. So then he finally goes, "Okay, fine. You know, what w- if it is a cholera outbreak?" So then they cut her open, which you know, whatever. At this point, we've already crossed the bar. So, you know, he's cutting her open and trying to find it and says, look, she drowned. Yeah. Now, can you tell me what's going on? She won't tell him. I don't understand why. Yeah, she's just like, we got to burn the bodies. Well, the thing (laughs) is, is this is what was weird is why was Ripley so well into telling everybody what how to do their fucking job in the last movie. Right. And she didn't mind talking about xenomorphs, and she didn't mind telling everyone that, dude, we need to go to this planet to go and destroy this thing. Why in this movie now she's just not herself? She's not telling anyone about anything. Yeah. She wants to keep things a secret. They could have stopped this movie like an hour before it needed to stop the movie. Yeah, it's a simple lack of communication because – because she doesn't really tell anybody anything about what happened to her, where she came from, like what she's looking for. And it's like I get that she's a little apprehensive to trust these people because they're prisoners and rapists and murderers and whatnot. But but essentially the only person she's really been talking to is Clemens. And Clemens is the one who saved her life. So you think she would at least have some bit of connection, which we will get to later. But like – you would think that she would trust him like a little bit more than the rest. And then the fact that he's like, he even says at one point, he's like, okay, I'm not an idiot. Like you obviously are looking for something different. And, but, 
But then the superintendent shows up at, like right after their autop- autopsy initially, and then he comes in and he's like, "Dude, what are you guys doing? Like, I didn't give you authorization to do this, and why is she out of the infirmary? Because he wanted her to stay hidden so that way the prisoners wouldn't be all like messed up." And and he like co- covers for her essentially. He's like, "Oh, there might be a." a pathogen outbreak or whatever. And then Ripley's like, we need to burn the bodies. And the dude's like, no, we're keeping them on ice. So that way when the med team gets back, like, or when they get here, they can take the bodies and all that. And she's like, no, we need to burn them. We need to burn them. There might be a contagion, you know? And so it, it is kind of weird that she's not really explaining herself, I guess, per se, or at least to Clemens, you know? And he even seems like he wants to help her. Yeah. Before we move on from this, though, uh, uh, Clemens does take this bone saw oh, that to cut oh, open the dude, t- that uh, Newt's rib cage. Yeah, and you just hear this, <laughs> and then it just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and dude. he's like, "Oh, well, there you go. The chest is open. Ugh. See, she drowned." <laughs> and it's like, "Okay, wow." Yeah, he's like, "Her lungs are full of water, just like I said." <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Then prisoners bring in this fly-ridden ox. Oh, that was disgusting. And uh, yeah. It's pretty gross. Uh, there's a there's a quote from one of the prisoners uh, where they keep talking about Ripley and how because they're prisoners oh, right. yeah, yeah. and now how they would like do anything to her kind of thing. Yeah, what would you say to her? Well, uh, you know, I'd give her the old uh, "How you doing?" and blah 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 this, and then she'd say, "Ah, oh, get away from me, you fucking wanker" or whatever. Like, yeah, it's w- just, but then he says this uh, g- gem of a line. Uh, eat a queen like a whore and a whore like a queen. Oh, yeah. That's like, right. Oh, my God. What was right. happening in this? I didn't write that down because I thought it was funny. I wrote that down because there isn't much going on. Yes. <laughs> there is so much stuff not happening right yeah. now that we have to have a seat of these random prisoners bringing in this ox. Anyway, um, we see that there is a face hugger found in the butcher's room. Yes. Just a dried up face hugger. He's just chilling in there. He's like, "What's this?" Yeah. And then that's it. They cut back to the. They cut to the whole burning funeral, and you're like, "What?" Yeah. Uh. Yeah, because <laughs> one, no one, one brought this to anyone's attention. Yeah, because they're like basically going to be like one guy's like, "Oh, we'll wash her off and cut her up because it's like old Betsy, eleven year old ox or something." I think. And is what she just, they found her just dropped dead out yeah. in the middle of nowhere. And so the one guy's like, "Oh, we'll clean her up later." And as he leaves, the other dude picks up the face hugger and it looks like a giant scorpion, <laughs> and he's just like, "What is this thing?" And then that's when it cuts. And then this is one of the scenes from the special edition that's way different than the normal edition because in the normal edition you see it's the facehugger actually latch onto a like a Rottweiler and and then essentially like it it gets on the Rottweiler and then I think it cuts to the next scene that we're going to talk about and then it cuts back and then it essentially replaces the whole the whole next scene after that with the dog. Interesting. I yeah. wonder why. I wonder if people got all up in arms about the fact that it was a dog at one point, yeah, and then I'm they put sure. in a farm animal yeah. that made it more tolerable. Yeah. It's still gross. Yeah, because I and I don't know, like, because I'm I can't remember if the alien in particular is like a canine based alien or if it's an ox based alien quote you know like it, it i mean i kind of spoiled the next couple of scenes i already but, said it too oh okay yeah so it, i mean essentially well, let's get caught up then yeah. uh so newton hicks get cremated and yeah. there's this whole like dust to dust and you know whatever and dies and then uh dylan comes dylan comes yeah. out of nowhere and he starts doing his deal yeah and then uh ripley's like who the f- oh well i guess he's talking you know okay now and then she bleeds from her nose. Yes. 
and this is some signs. There's things going on. Yeah, it's but kind she, of an unusual thing. Yeah, but it, no pay attention to that. Uh, so then it cuts back to the cows moving. Yeah. And you're like, hmm, what's going on here? And it cuts back to the funeral thing again. Yep. Things happen over there. Cuts back. And then I wrote, cow no morph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or an ox no, an oxenomorph. <laughs> oxenomorph? Oxenomorph. That's what it is. There you go. Yeah. But we get CGI xenomorph, and I hate it. Okay, no, actually. I hate so it. So here's, here's a funny fact about that. That's actually not CGI. The xenomorph in all of its running scenes is actually composited in. They, they were live puppets controlled oh, by, like, man. three people. It looks so yeah. bad. And, and essentially it was green screened onto the movie. Okay. So, so it it's might like, as well have been CGI. Because, <laughs> yeah, I want to say some some shots are CGI. Like, I think when it's hanging on the ceiling and stuff is oh, usually when yes, it's CGI. There's, yeah, there's but, a lot of that. But, yeah, any of the running scenes or any of the scenes that you see on the ground physically, that's when it's usually But a, see, this is what puppet. made me this is what made me mad is like why have some practical effects, some CGI and some puppetry? Because if you notice, the fucking thing changes size every oh, scene it's yeah, in. Yeah. And you're like, how big is this thing? Is it the size of a cat? Is it the size of a human? Yeah. Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when it's running, it's like the size of like maybe like a cheetah. And then when it's born, it's bigger than most face huggers because I, I'm assuming because it comes out of this ox. Yeah, it, I guess. It, or not face hugger, sorry, uh, chest burster. Because usually when a chest burster bursts out of a human, it's this tiny little like snake like creature. Yeah. But this one bursts out like pretty much full grown almost like it still molts one time but it's it's kind of like the neomorph that we saw in alien covenant it comes out like almost like grown so so it comes out walking kind of like an animal and then it runs off scampers off like a little dog (laughs) and then um and then when you see it attack people it's like you can clearly tell it's a dude in a suit yeah because the arms are way different yeah and i'm like (laughs) dude why is this not this is so inconsistent it's gross and I don't know if it's the early 2000s effect they had it on there or if it was taken. Because I'm only saying early 2000s because the special edition was 2003. Yeah, I, th- I think they me that they put asterisk mark on that thing. Anyway, Ripley gets her head shaved in 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah. And we lose what the iconic version of Ripley and we get the shaved head bald uh, Ripley here. Yeah, and I, and I think it's funny because... Um like when when she cuts her head or what or cuts her hair, uh, she like all looks in the mirror or whatever. And then it's it's I don't know if it the box had a picture of her with her bald head. I think it was when she's standing in like the the furnace or something. But it's just like you can just tell she's like, man, my hair. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. She doesn't say that, but she definitely looks that. Yeah. We get shower Ripley. Oh, that's right. Yep. Uh, Ripley walks into the lunchroom and everyone's got eyes on her. Yeah. Oh, um, there there were a couple of guys. This is just kind of like it's a little. It doesn't really make any difference. But there were a couple of guys complaining about another prisoner. I kept calling him Garlic, but his name was <laughs> Gallic. I guess yeah. as I saw the credits roll, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna keep him as Garlic. <laughs> so I kept calling him Garlic. And then there was these two guys complaining about how he smelled and they hate going out with him. And then Dylan's like, you guys cut the shit. Like you're gonna go out and like do whatever you're gonna do. And you're gonna take him with you. Yeah. And then and. 
garlic's all like weird looking and his teeth are all black and shit and he constantly eating food i guess so he's just kind of a weirdo so just keep that in mind he he comes back into the movie later but but it's just kind of a quick like one-off thing but yeah then ripley shows up and everybody's like oh my god a girl they're all yeah. freaking out so uh i called him the preacher guy for a while but his name is dylan uh dylan we find out that he's a convicted murderer and rapist yeah so he's in there for a real reason yeah uh but she decides to sit there anyway and uh, has a little conversation with him. She has a really cool quote here, and this again just proves how awesome Ripley is. Um, he's all talking about like you don't want to know me, lady. Like I'm a killer. I'm a rapist. This and that. And then, and then she says something about like, oh, you guys probably haven't seen a woman in a long time. And then he says something. Then she goes, oh, I must make you nervous. Then <laughs> like, and then she just sits down and she's like, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Clement asks what she wanted him to look for. She then asks, are you... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, the flirting Got scene. Got it. Yes. This, this scene is made really... me so mad, yeah. too. It just kind of broke Ripley's character a little bit. Oh, this whole movie <laughs> yeah. destroyed Ripley's character. Why? Why did they bring Sigourney Weaver back? That's my question. They might as well have killed her on the goddamn ship and then brought an, another like woman. Like a totally different lady. Might as well have. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. For what she was doing. And the thing is, it's like, why is she flirting with this random dude on a prison yard when you were just, like, falling in love with Hicks? She's been out there a long time. Here's my thing. (laughs) Here's my thing. In her mind, she's only been asleep. Like, she literally went to sleep falling in love with, uh, with Hicks. Yeah. And then woke up, and now she's like, well, fuck, Hicks is dead. Yeah. Might as well fuck this dude. Yeah. And guess what they do? They fuck. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. at one point he's talking to her, and then she he asks her a question like, "What what were you really having me look for?" And then she's like, "Do you like me? Do you find no no me? no?" Or was she it? asks, uh, "Are you attracted to me?" Oh, that's and then right. he says, "In what way?" And then she looks at him that way. Yeah, and then I go. What yeah. I wrote? What <laughs> in yeah. my notes? Cause <laughs> Yeah, because I think he says, "What does he say after that?" He says, "That's it. That's the end of that scene." Um. Well, well, because I think he says something. Because then that's when she says, "Oh, I've been out here for a long time." Oh. oh he says, "You're pretty direct, aren't you?" And then oh, she's that like, might be it too. "I've been out here for a long time." And then, then, then I think it cuts that's when to it cuts. the yeah. the tunnel. Yes. Oh my yeah, god. Because <laughs> yeah, because but when we come back, I mean, minor spoiler alert. Essentially, they've slept together, and she's been on this prison planet they for like a matter of hours. They imply that they slept hours. together, but it's it's yes, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah, because they're in clothes and stuff, but they they say like, uh, what was it? Oh, thanks for like like the company of your or thanks the pleasure. for the boning. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the pleasure of your affection or something. Charles oh Dance, he's god. all thank you for the pleasure of your affections, and she's all like, oh yeah, thanks. You know, it's pretty good too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, dude, yeah. what? What is happening in this movie right now? Yeah, it's it's really weird. Um, yeah, because in be- in between that, essentially, what we see is uh, um, garlic and the two garlic. yeah, and the two guys like they're going into some tunnel, and then it cuts back to no, 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 no. This oh. is this is the before that. This is the guy that's uh, cleaning the the fan area, and he's oh yeah, this you're is the right. worker Sorry. that my my bad, I skipped. That. And then he he's cleaning the he's cleaning this tunnel yes, area. Yes. The fans going he, at full speed, his and name then he was looks Murphy, I guess. Yeah, he looks down and he sees that there's a there's a grate that's yes. burned with acid. And he's like, oh, that's weird. And he looks down, and then a xenomorph just mouth shots him in the head, and he's yeah. like, ah! and then he rolls down. And he's like, ah! yeah, and then just goes, 
blam yeah. it explodes <laughs> all over this place. Anyway, it was pretty damn cool. Yeah, I was it, like, it was oh, probably okay, that was kind of worth it. <laughs> one of the best deaths, I'd say, in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and then that's when it cuts back to Charles and, and or Clemens and Ripley. Yeah. Yes, I said Clemens and Ripley has sex. Yeah, I put. Ty- was she Tyler not falling? Boned. <laughs> I said, was she not falling for Hicks though? Like, yeah. I just had so many questions to this. I guess she just woke up pretty horny or something. And yeah, they, she's like, damn, it, every guy I see, it, they all keep dying. I better fuck them first it, and it, then let them die. Yeah, it's like <laughs> one of those movie tropes where like a woman experiences a major emotional breakdown of some sort because she's mourning the loss of like essentially her somewhat boyfriend well just for lack of a better term and her surrogate daughter and she's crying about it and totally heartbroken and then she's probably just like i need to fucking get laid you know i just don't get it like it is really weird it's it's out of character well the other thing is is like they they set ripley up so much in the first two movies as if she doesn't need all that she doesn't need to be that kind of person that like stereotype of like oh well I need to fall for anyone. Yeah. So, like, in the first movie, it doesn't even happen. In the second movie, she falls for Hicks. Uh, and then she cries at her fu- at his funeral. Yeah. And then, like, what we assume maybe is a couple of hours. Yeah, it had to have been a matter of hours. And I'm like, dude, what what is happening right now? I, I It's just it's just so weird on what was going on. Anyway, uh Clemens goes to check on the remains. And he, yeah, dude, and the guts were like hanging from the ceiling and shit. I said he is all around the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Clemens finds the burn marks of the xenomorph. The xenomorph yes. not there, but he does find the same burn marks. Yeah, it's like where the great because the dude because oh because this was a part that stayed in the movie that was okay so. Um, in the in the theatrical cut, when it's the dog, when the dude looks in the grate, he's like, "Hey, they're like Spike." You know, I forget what it, what name he said, but essentially, he's like, "Hey, they're so and so." And and when he's looking in this grate, he thinks it's that dog, and so Got that's it. why he's looking in there. Then the alien strikes his head, and he, because he's like, "Oh, I thought it was a fucking dog," and then he gets gonna get hurt. Yeah, because in the in this special edition, he doesn't say anything. Yeah, he's just looking in there as curiosity, as curiosity kind of thing. Um, so after that, um, I wrote Clemens finds Ripley snooping around the crash ship. Yeah. She's essentially looking for the black box, like on the ship because she's, she wants to figure out what the hell happened, but they don't have the technology there at the prison to like plug it in. So, and then Clemens asks her outright again. Yeah. If there's any, I found the, these burn marks. Yeah. Obviously, in my mind, I'm like, okay, if I have dealt with xenomorphs, I know that they bleed acid. Yeah. So clearly, he's describing something that I that he doesn't yeah. know about, but he's describing what something that I know about, and well, that have wreaked havoc. It's the same as the one on the ship. Yeah. So why? I said, why does Ripley not just c- tell yeah. about the xenomorphs to Clemens? Yeah, because she keeps doing that thing where every time he's, like, describing it, and then she, like, looks up, like, oh, shit. Like, I know exactly what's going on, but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, and, why? Yeah, why? It's I, it's really weird. Uh, And then um, she does mention Bishop. She goes, what happened to Bishop? Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, what did happen to Bishop? She, I, I totally didn't realize what happened. Yeah, so he's like, I'll point you in the right direction, but I can't go because I got to go meet with the superintendent because he's fucking pissed. Yeah. 
So. And then I wrote, nothing really is really happening in this movie, and we're 50 minutes into this yeah, goddamn dude. piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I was so it, bad. It's literally just talking scenes for like the next 10 minutes, because it's the superintendent yelling at Tywin. And then Tywin, and then yeah, Clemens. And, yeah, and then uh, Ripley goes and gets Bishop, and then basically talks to him and asks him what we already know. Like, was there a face hugger on the ship? Yeah. Did it get in somewhere into a pod? Yes. Is it here now? Yes. Kill me. <laughs> and I, like because Bishop's like my legs hurt, and it's like, yeah, dude, uh, you're like, wouldn't your legs have hurt before because you were ripped in half? Yeah. Like, do you I... not remember being torn in half by that queen xenomorph? You know, and he's all like, oh, I'll never be top of the line again. Just disconnect me. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Bishop, you didn't have, like, feelings before. Yeah, know? but now he does. It's Yeah, yeah. it was really strange. So, um, yeah, I said Ripley oh. finds Bishop in the junkyard, and he's badly damaged. Now, so backing up a little bit. Yeah, uh, I, I forgot. She tries I did, to I go down the hallway, but prisoners find her. Dylan then comes in and just beats the holy crap out of them. Uh, and then... Yeah, it was like four guys tried to basically rape her. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get a cut to the three prisoners that are looking for something in the tunnel. Yes. They use candles to lead their way back into the tunnels. I, I wrote that down because I thought it was going to be some sort of thing. Uh, it never really does become a thing. Uh, Xenomorph gets prisoner number two, 53 minutes in. Yeah. Number three then gets got, and then his head is blown through onto the last guy, which turns out to be Garlic. Yes. Uh, or Garlic or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just kept calling him Garlic. And then, uh, so then we get to what you were just saying. Ripley tries to yes, put Bishop yeah. back together. Sorry, yeah. Uh, I the head and then bit. I said an actual animatronic. Because oh, it yeah. is an actual yeah. animatronic. And I will say, this was a pretty decent effect for, for like... Now, I don't know how... Uh, I don't know what the other word for animatronics are. I know animatronics are... That's Disney patented, right? Like I think own, so, yeah. yeah. Um, I just call them it anyway, but it's it's what it is. Yeah, he he essentially know, looks like a Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean burned out extra. Yeah. So this is what... Like if one of them like. caught on fire. Exactly. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, they were like, oh, we got to junk this one. Something from Five Nights at Freddy's exactly. or Exactly. I wrote milk blood. Yeah. Oh, Lots tons of, of milk blood. blood. Uh, 58 yeah. minutes in, we get this quote. Was there an alien on board? The reason why I wrote that down is because she refers to it as an alien. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that, that was kind of strange that she said that. And then later on, I think she name drops. She does drop she? Xenomorph yeah. way later yeah. in the movie. So I'm like, why? He knows the terminology. Yeah. Why did you just not say a Xenomorph? Ah, they, they were probably like, we need to say the title. You know, I'm like... like was there not Alien Three on here? Yeah, <laughs> like, it would have been funny. To the third power? It, yeah, it would have been funny if she was like, "Is there an Alien Three on board?" <laughs> um, and then, uh, then when she, when Ripley shuts off Bishop, he exhales. Oh yeah, I noticed that. I'm like, what? <sighs> he goes, <sighs> yeah, it's like his dying I'm like, breath. He's a robot. Like what? What <laughs> he shouldn't be exhaling. And, yeah, and it, and it was even to the point where like the the pieces that she found a bishop was his left arm, part of his like left chest, his neck, and his head. There was and half of his head was missing. So it, he shouldn't have been able to breathe even if he was like breathing. I don't in the, it, know what's happening? Here. It was kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, then they then while Ripley's doing that, uh, they bust in with. The, like they find garlic or whatever, yeah. he's eating super yeah, he's, yeah. Cheerios in the mess hall, and they think he murdered the other two. Yeah, anyway, the third prisoner is being accused of killing the other two. 
but then he refers to it as seeing a dragon. Yes. I was like, huh. Oh, I never really looked at a xenomorph and thought of a dragon, but hey, you know. Eh, yeah, it's, it, is. it is kind of an interesting thing. He was pro- They were probably like, oh, what mythical animal? Phoenix? Dragon? Sphinx? Yeah, he's got to be uh, crazy. He's got to see something crazy. Yeah. So um, just kind of give him a random mythological creature. The prison guard doesn't believe Ripley about the xenomorph because then she finally decides to start telling everyone the yeah. damn secret. No one believes her. Why would they? Why would they believe her? Yeah. Because she just didn't tell them outright. Yeah, so I don't she know only took hours to tell them. It's just, it I, only took yeah. three people to die before she even mentioned anything. So I, I know I've like skipped a lot of stuff. Believe me, there's not a lot yeah. of meat to this movie. I mean, you pretty much wrote the same notes that I did. Uh, Xenomorph gets Clemens an oh. hour and six minutes in. Oh, okay. Is there anything so, before that? So just before that... Um, they do call everybody else to the mess hall. The only three people that are, are in the med bay are Ripley, Clemens, and Garlic. And Garlic's in a straight jacket yeah. tied to the bed at this point. Which they don't show or that he's in a straight jacket bed, until they get like later, a little bit yeah. later. And you're like, oh, you've been tied up this whole time. I didn't know yeah. that. I thought he was just hiding under I the covers. I thought that's what he was doing, too. I thought they um, were just like, you stay here. Yeah, and then you do see signs that Ripley's getting sicker. She says that she's not feeling good, like her stomach hurts and she's got a headache or something. Hence why um, she stayed back and Clemens is yes. giving her a shot or whatever. And he's like, yes. don't you trust me now? Da, da, da. Yeah. And then he goes in this whole thing yes. about why he's on the prison. He was addicted to something. Uh, morphine. Morphine. He blew up a thing, I guess. He, he killed like 11 people by giving them the wrong dose of yeah. medicine, I guess. Yeah. After, yeah, after he caused some problem. And then he got seven years in prison, and then he decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to stay here. My yeah. life's ruined back at home. So yeah, then he exactly. stayed there. Yeah, because he's technically not a prisoner. Because at one point, before they sleep together, I think he mentions that he's not a prisoner. Either that or or he mentions it at some point. I don't even remember when. He's just like, oh, I'm not a prisoner. And then I think that's when they that's when they bone. Or maybe it was right after they do. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But the thing is, is like all of that takes up like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like, dude. And- why is this so long of the representation? And the funniest part is, is that like he's giving her all this information about his like backstory, and he's doing all these things to help her, and yeah. she's still like just now is starting to trust him. She's like, oh, okay, well, there is an alien, you know. Yeah. And then he's and like, then, oh, okay. And then literally, fourteen seconds later, yep, gets killed. Yep, gets killed, and it's and, done. And I Clemens was, is gone. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm mad about this death because Charles Dance, like is probably one of the better actors in the movie. There's yes. only a handful of actors that are really good in this movie. Well, here's the other thing. An hour and six minutes in, we still got another half. We still got another hour. Yeah, I was We actually, still got another hour and a half to go. At one point, I put the cursor. Like, I usually don't look at the time when oh, I'm watching I do, it. I do just so, to make sure that we're on schedule on our time. I, I moved the cursor up, and I was like, oh, there's probably like maybe 10, 15 minutes left. I looked up. It was fucking 45 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and I was it's, like, dude. Like, it's such I a long this movie. movie. was almost over. I didn't realize the third one was so long because the third one clocks in just under two and a half hours. Yes. <laughs> yes. The special edition. I think the theatrical is like two hours. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I watched the same one. But anyway, we do get the very famous Xenomorph face-to-face shot with Ripley. Oh, that's right. An yes. An hour and eight minutes yeah, into it. And that so is a pretty cool scene. That is a cool scene. Don't know why this is happening until a little bit later. Uh, so Xenomorph doesn't kill Ripley. Just walks off, takes yep. Clemens with him, and poof. Yep. Gone. And it's doesn't like, attack. Oh, that's weird. Doesn't attack garlic. Yeah. I don't know why that happened. Yeah. They just, gone, leave. Um... So then Ripley hightails it to the uh, inf- the mess hall. Now I do want to I do want to say something here too. All their jackets 
have the Wayland logo. Yes. They never say the name of this whole company. Yeah, the and only I, time I think you see the full name is when it's on one of the screen. When it's on the screen, yep. Yep. I don't know why. I don't understand why the Yeah, and throughout all three movies they never ever name drop the company. They, they just, just call it the, the company. company. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, really so weird. after that Ripley does run down to tell everyone Clemens is dead. But the prison guard doesn't believe him, and then he yep. gets grabbed. Yep. And you're like, what the fuck? The, the main <laughs> the superintendent guy in charge, he's like, damn it, Ripley, blah, blah, blah. And, and then he just gets sucked up into the ceiling. And then everyone's just like, oh. Yeah. Um, okay. And they start freaking All right, yeah. out. Um, so so one of my favorite scenes comes up uh, in the movie. This this scene I, I kind of enjoyed. Did you write the maps and pointing? Uh, oh no! Oh, sorry. It's actually right after this scene. Sorry. Okay. So, so essentially, they're yeah. They get they grab some maps. Uh, Ripley, and then the second because they love maps and pointing. Yes. <laughs> and Map, the, look this place. The the guy who's second in charge, who they all call eighty five, and yeah. we find out the reason why later. I I don't even know his actual name. Um, I just put eighty five. Don't call me that. Yeah. He, yeah. He hates it. Uh, him and Ripley are essentially formula- formulating a plan on a map with like some some ducks and stuff like that. But eventually they end up going to the rest of the group who are back in like this little holding cell um, where they all sleep, I think. And it's kind of closed off or whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, well, like we're going to chill here and figure out what to do. And then Ripley comes in and she's talking to him and they're all just basically trying to figure out a plan. But eventually there's this guy, his name is actually Morse, but I kept thought they were saying Morris. So I kept typing Morris. But he says this really funny quote because 85 is like, like oh we don't have guns we don't have electronics we don't have this and then moore's goes what 85 is trying to tell you is we ain't got no entertainment center no climate control no video system no surveillance no freezers no fucking ice cream no rubbers (laughs) no women no guns what we got here is shit (laughs) (laughs) i remember that that was the best quote of the entire movie because i i laughed so hard when he said that and then he says it a little bit after like he's like oh we're gonna take your head and ram it through this fucking wall but but that whole movie or that whole quote in the in the movie is the best one in my personal opinion because especially when he's like we ain't got no fucking ice cream <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, that's why i was like I, I almost wrote that down too but he went on for so long i yeah, was like well i, I'm I rewound write that it down. a yeah. couple times yeah to just just to get it all and then dylan's like morris shut the fuck up <laughs> like, <laughs> there was a there was another line from ripley a little bit later on there i think she's walking with 85 and uh and she says that it's like a lion. It stays close to the zebras. Oh, that's and right. And he says zebras. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, and he goes, get oh, that part? oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it takes him a few minutes to, like, understand. Uh, but then, yes, then we do find out why they call him 85. It's because of his IQ. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, so that's that's why 85 is named 85. Uh, the yeah. prisoners are then tasked with painting the walls with toxic waste. Yeah. And they're getting almost high off of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because one guy's like, don't breathe in the fumes. And he's like, I can't breathe anywhere or something. And he's like, you'll get high. And he's like, well, that actually doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, because they're all prisoners. <laughs> Prisoners, so they don't really care. Yeah. Um, then Xenomorph finds a prisoner. He drops the lighter, and everything starts to explode. Yeah, yeah. Because the yeah the dude gets his head bitten off basically, and and they have these little sparks. I totally for, I, I totally forgot to say why they're doing all this, but oh, if you y- want to go into that? A oh, bit. okay. Yeah. So essentially, what their plan is is there's this this room that is that they were gonna use to dump toxic waste. But they just basically stashed a bunch of barrels in it, never used it. Um, there's no way in or out. 
So what they were going to do was they were going to trap it in and they were going to pour a bunch of like molten liquid on it or something or dump like a bunch of hot something on it. So um, so what they're doing is they're painting all these walls with this toxic waste because it's highly flammable. And then what they're going to do is essentially catch the tunnels on fire to flush this alien into this particular room so they can capture it and kill it. Um, so then when this guy gets attacked, he drops one of the little sparkler things, it ignites the, the flame stuff, and it fucking kills like half the people in the station. Like I want to say by the time it was all said and done, um, there were... I wanted oh nine guys left and then Ripley and eighty five so a total of eleven people were left over out of the what it was a three and then the superintendent died so yeah there's give or take like twenty some odd people at this point and then most of them die like they try crazy. to uh, Dylan tries to turn on the sprinklers uh, they don't work because movie and uh, so they try to run to turn on the sprinklers again. Then we get to see CGI Xenomorph again. It might yeah. be another puppet. I, no, this one was CGI. Okay, yeah, an hour and 23 minutes in, and I wrote, bad. Yeah, you can clearly tell bad, it's, like, bad, not in. Bad. It's, like, a weird color. Oh, it's so it, bad. Yeah, it looks like 19, well, I mean, it lo- clearly looks like 1990. I don't know. It might be a 2003 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, so uh, the Xenomorph. Chases a prisoner into the, uh, the trap room. Yeah, because this is one of the guys who tried to rape Ripley, and he got his head bashed in pretty much by Dylan, and he was all covered in bandages and shit. And then he's he's the alien is in between him and the rest of the group, and he's like standing in front of the door, and the xenomorph looks at him, and then he's just like, "Come get me, you fucker!" or whatever. And then he runs into the room. Zeno chases him. They shut the door, and then you basically hear him getting fucking ripped to pieces. Yep, and then finally uh, Dylan gets the sprinklers working again, and yep. that solves that problem. Um, then we got back to Straight Jacket Guy, which is Garlic or whatever yep. his name is. Yep. Uh, and he's with this is Ma- Mor- Morris or Morris, Morris? Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's talking about like, oh, you can undo me now because yeah. now you guys know that it's not me. And so they go, okay, fine. So he goes over and he undoes him, and he's like, fine. But I want you to know, da 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 da, and then uh, garlic hits him over the head with yeah. a pipe, and I'm like, really? Yeah, it's why it, it was kind of weird because you don't see this coming at all. Like, yeah, it, it's just like why? And then you and then it because at this point when they trap it, I was like, oh man, I wonder, you know, how much how. How much yeah. time of the movies left? I tap it, and we're only halfway through, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, what in the hell is gonna happen for another hour?" Yes. And I was like, "Dude, what?" And then all of a sudden that happens. I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna let him out, aren't they?" And then sure as fucking shit, yep. he runs back, and he's like, "Oh yeah, da da da." I need, and then he slices the guard of the <laughs> yeah. door, and I'm like, "What is happening right now?" Yeah. Opens the door. This, he goes, I have now released you, and blah, blah, blah. And then it jumps yeah. on him. Tell me what to do. Yeah. Jumps on him, kills him, runs off like yep. a, like an animal that it is. Yep. And I'm like, there you go. Cla- classic crazy guy thinking whatever dragon animal thing he thinks is some kind of god. Because he, he, when he's in the straitjacket and the alien shows up and kills Clemens, he's freaking the fuck out. He's like crawling up into the bed, hiding under the covers in a straitjacket or whatever, freaking out. But then when when Morse lets him out, which is really funny, too, because how he convinces Morse to let him out is he's like, come on, I always give you cigarettes first, don't I? I'm your friend. And then he's and then Morse's like, 
God, ah, you know, and yeah, he's yeah. like, okay, fine. And then he like hits him in the back of the head and he's like, you better behave, <laughs> you know? But here's the thing. But, here's why I hate when movies do the whole, if it wasn't for this one oh, thing, yeah. the whole movie would have never happened. If Morris would have went and looked at uh, uh, Garlic and he would have been like, no, fuck you, and looked away, movie's over. Yep. That's it. It's done. Yeah, it the been movie is done. Ten or fifteen minutes longer. Yeah, we would have then eventually. It. Then we would eventually found out what happened with Ripley. We would because she would have just scanned herself just for the plane of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Then we would the the people would have showed up. They would have been like, "Yep, it's in there." They would Ripley probably would have did what he she did anyway, yeah. and that would have been the we, end of the movie. Basically, we would cut out like the next forty five minutes. Yes, <laughs> but because he was like, "Sure, fine," walks over, undoes the latches. Let's them go, then we get this shit. Yep. And uh, yeah, um, uh, we did get a little bit of stuff in between between him slapping Morse in the back of the head and cutting the guard straight. Oh, okay. Uh, there's just a quick. Um, this is when the name drop comes because Ripley and eighty five are at the computer, and she right. and she's like telling or she's like typing something in about the xenomorph because she's like, oh, it's called a xenomorph, and he's like, oh, how do you spell how do you that? Spell that because yeah. he has an IQ of eighty five, so yeah. he doesn't know how to spell it. And and so did you get that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really had to club you over that with that. <laughs> and so then uh, she sends something about the xenomorph, and they're basically like, no, don't kill it. Like, leave it alone. Like Ripley's priority, keep her alive. Everybody, keep everything alive. And then uh, and then she's like, what the fuck? Like, we need to kill this thing now. And then of course, right when she's saying that, that's when what's his face shows up, and then and then lets it go. Yeah. Uh, I wrote Ripley keeps acting sick and why? Mm-hmm. Uh, then Ripley goes to the nest- oh neuroscan to figure out why she's sick. Uh, and an hour and thirty six minutes in, there yep. is a xenomorph inside Ripley. Why has it not bursted? I wrote this down because why? So, so my theory on this is because she does mention this. I think pretty close after that, uh, after she finds it in her, is that she thinks it's a queen. And and so my theory is is that because it's a queen, it takes a little longer to just. You just got a little. You got to cook in there a little bit longer. Yeah, because it's it's naturally bigger, and sure. it's got to, It's basically got to be like m- m- like healthier. And I'm assuming it's implied slightly with the way that the aliens work, is that the queen alien only just gestates. I think that's the word in a body of a strong person if that makes sense because why why would the one that was on the stromo not be a queen when it was the only xenomorph on the ship but then again i guess that this one too was the first xenomorph because there's so at this point basically you find out there were two face huggers on the ship one got the ox one got to ripley and so the one that got to ripley turned into a queen because that was the first one that infected somebody then the one that infected the ox became this ox xeno so why did the xenomorph that infected um, what's his face back in the first movie not become a queen? Maybe that guy wasn't strong enough to harbor a queen in his body because it almost immediately burst out of him after he after he woke up. Whereas with Ripley, she's like this strong, powerful female. Yeah, this so is what's so weird. It, of it's like, a little weird. There's a lot of information that is implied and never used again. Yes. Yeah. Even in movies like Alien vs. Predator, when we're supposed to get this like. Predalien, mm-hmm. it's not cooking for days on end, and that's true. Yeah, it's, it's literally within seconds of the last movie. <laughs> yes, and it's just 
And then it's like yeah. this new thing. So you're like, okay, great. Obviously, you can't be. It, it couldn't become a queen. If yeah. Any if any creature was to harvest a queen, you would think it would be a fucking predator. Yeah. Nope. Doesn't matter. It's like, how does it determine that? I yeah. think I, I don't know. It was it, just so it, weird. It is really weird, and I'm curious too if, and then and then the thing that's not explained at all is how did these eggs even get on the ship? Because the queen was on. Well, was Bishop on the drop does ship, mention right? that it was on there the whole time. See, and that's the weird thing because if the queen, the only time that the eggs could have been onto the ship is when the queen got there, but the queen didn't have her ovipositor to lay the eggs. Yes. So how did the eggs get there in the I, first place? I don't know. And the thing is also, you can't say that, oh, it was probably because Burke like got, took them and put them on the ship. No, they couldn't get off the planet. Exactly. So they couldn't go back to the ship. They yeah. went from, they stole a ship. No. They called the ship mm-hmm. down from the main cruiser, got on there, went, and then got on the uh, like escape po- or the the traveler ship, mm-hmm. and then went back to the Nostromo. Yeah. And it's like, or there not the Nostromo, but the other, Sulaco. yeah. And it, so you're like, there would have been no transition exactly. of any of this. Like there was no possible way for those eggs to get on that yeah, ship. Yeah, it just it just blows my mind of how much this movie like shits on the yeah. second film yes and you're like what what are you doing like you're just saying things just so that you could make your own movie yeah i i yeah 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 it's, it's seriously taking a lot of the rules and basically breaking them yeah like here's everything it broke that, ripley yeah, like one of the it, badass characters in the whole entire movie cinema it, Here's, and it broke that character. Here's everything that's established from the first two movies. Now forget all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, and we're making Alien versus Predator. Yeah, this, <laughs> like, this, this is, is essentially Terminator Three. It's like the uh, same my. idea. You know, it's like Terminator Two ended perfectly, and then somebody was like, "We could use just a little bit more money." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know? so, so let's make a third one that makes no sense why it would even happen, but we'll just make it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the prisoners plan to lead it to the furnace. Yes. Uh, that becomes the next. Uh, plan of attack. Ripley finds out that she's carrying a queen. Her assumption, not anyone else's. Yeah. Uh, there, there was one part where, so like Ripley. Um, okay, so so they, so when they send that message to to the people or whatever, they who do, sends the message to what? Oh, oh, okay. So when Ripley and eighty five send that message, and then they get the the message back about oh, leave it alone. What? A, blah 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 blah. Whatever. So when Ripley does the stuff to scan her body in the computer, she does mention there's a quick throwaway line somewhere in the movie that everything that's on the computer, the company knows because Bishop says it when he's when she's talking to Bishop. Because um, she's like, does the company know about this? And he's like, yeah, the company knows everything that happens on the ship. So when she scans herself, I'm assuming that, again, it doesn't explain that this is what happens, but I'm, it's implied that when she scans herself and she finds the queen, that all of a sudden the company knows about this because then they send a message after she leaves 85. 85 knows the message. It's like, oh, hey, wait a minute. Uh, med, med evac coming in two hours. Uh, apply or reply, 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 reply. Like, we need you to talk back. Yeah, and, yeah, because and they want to make sure that she's still alive. Exactly. Yeah, see, I, I didn't catch that, and I guess that makes a little more sense of why that happens. But the thing is, is like, <laughs> yeah. Because what happens later is Ripley then leaves where 85 and her are talking on the computer. Mm-hmm. And then Ripley is, yeah, Ripley's out of the room. 
85 looks back the computer is still sending messages and it's going fast as shit yes. by the way yeah so it's like you can't even read half the damn stuff that's on there like even if you're a fast reader it's like blipped on and then it goes yeah. in like two seconds I, you have I a paragraph to read it yeah you quick. have a paragraph to read and then you and it comes back to 85 i'm like yeah. what's happening here um but yeah i guess that makes a little more sense um yeah because because then she Basically, I wrote the evacuation ship wants Ripley. Yeah, because then, because right before the part that you were talking about, um, she she wants to go. She's like, I'm gonna go fucking find this thing because it's not gonna kill me. So she's gonna go look for the xenomorph, and she's like walking around this like furnace room, and she like thinks she sees it, but then it turns out she's like hallucinating. Yeah, it's um, just a pipe. Yeah, and she bursts it open, and a fucking million bugs fall out of it. Well, I was like, wh- which why is, is weird? Why, well, no, not only is that weird. Why is she hallucinating? I, I'm assuming because she's sick. I I just just is that what I'm it assume. never affects her any other time. Yeah, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I, either she's you know sick what assuming or, does. Yeah, you know a lot of, a lot of her sickness. I've got to assume things because she she's not acting in character. Oh, so I'm assuming she's going kind of crazy and loopy, and and so I'm assuming she's hallucinating. But then she turns around, and the fucking xenomorphs there. But but she does say Laying something on the pipe like it was doing in the first movie for yeah, whatever it, reason. It like doing is like. Yeah, <laughs> it squats down and hisses at her or whatever. Yeah, and then um, all of a sudden cuts away. Yeah, I'm like, of all the time. It, <laughs> and she does say she does say something though that was pretty cool. Is another good quote because as she's looking for, she's like, "Don't be afraid, I'm part of the family." And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But see, my thing is, is why of all times to cut away? Yeah, would you cut away from an interaction between a human and a xenomorph? Yeah, that the xenomorph is not going to attack. Yeah, like I think it would have been really interesting where she was trying if because I thought what was going to happen was she was going to try to stab it and then it would basically be backing off, hissing at her. And, and that's the then, other thing. Why know? did she not stab it? Yeah. What? You went down there for that reason. Yeah, because she dropped the pipe after she stabbed the other pipe because she was holding a sharp, yes, sharp lead yeah. pipe. Yeah, she's like holding a spearish pipe. Yeah. Stabs a big pipe, bugs fall out of it, and then she drops it and starts kind of like. <laughs> you know, yeah, and then whimpering. turns around, boom, right there. Yeah. You can easily. Bend down, yeah. pick it up, stab it. End of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's all you got. There were a couple opportunities for this thing to die, and they just they just didn't take them seriously. I don't think. Uh, the ship is picking yeah. them up in two hours. Yeah. And then Ripley says after the Xenomorph meetup. By the way, we skipped the whole part of when Dylan and oh, Ripley okay. and eighty five yeah. meet up and go and see that it escaped. That's about all the oh, information well, you get from that. Well, I mean, don't forget too. She does. She does go to Dylan's cage or whatever, and she's like, "You need to kill me." That's late. That's right now. That's after. Oh, this. okay. That's what you're talking. But about. like okay. before that, we skipped that part because it was. That's how. That's how really not necessary it was like they went over i mean other than they get notified of like hey it escaped okay all right i think that's yeah anyway uh so yeah the the ship is picking him up in two hours ripley says after the xenomorph meetup that she was there for an hour she had saw it an hour ago which is what you mentioned earlier yeah and it's like so now it's picking him up in an hour so Yes. In your mind, everything that's about to happen happens in less than an hour. Yeah, I guess. So I guess it kind of happens in real time with the movie because it is about 45 minutes, I think. Because I think right after after that scene with her and the Xeno, I think that's when I put the timer up or whatever because I was like, how fucking long does this movie have left after this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, Ripley tells Dylan that he needs to kill her, and Dylan says, I can't do it. Yeah. 
He acts like he's going to, and then he does the classic swing above her head because he's got an axe, and he hits the bars, and she freaks out, and he's like, I ain't killing nobody. You got to take your own self out or whatever, or you're going to help me kill this thing, and then I'll do you. You know, yeah. and it's like, okay. So <laughs> I I was watching this movie. I was zoning in and out of this This thing. is about the part I, got I started getting hour, tired. hour and 52 minutes in, I started checking Instagram. Yeah, I think uh, I it think was, I was so boring as shit. And I looked up every so often. I was like, oh, they're still doing stuff. Yeah. All right. They're like preparing for this whole thing to happen. They all like huddle up and long stories. I didn't give two shits about the dialogue that was happening here. They all huddle up again with like the little amount of man wor- power that yep. they have. They essentially say, OK, we got to go kill this thing. Would you rather be dying on your asses or dying fighting yeah. to whatever? And then uh, Ripley says uh, w- a w- the weirdest line I've ever heard Sigourney Weaver say uh, about this is reference to the EVAC crew coming in and picking him up. Mm-hmm. She goes, they think we're crud and they don't give a fuck about us. <laughs> and I was like, what? What? <laughs> What did she say? Yeah, they do, they don't give a. They think we're crud, and I'm like, wh- and then she drops the like, don't give a fuck about us, and I was like, yeah. what? They're like, we only what? have a one fuck, like one fuck or shit. Yeah, we get. Like, you can yeah. only say fuck or shit. You can't say them both in the same sentence. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, dude, it's. I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Um, anything you have before that? Because then I get an hour and fifty six minutes in, and we get a POV of Xenomorph. Um, but it is no filter and it's not as exciting as it was in Alien. Yeah, basically they're just they're enacting their plan where they're okay, so they don't this plan they don't explain at all. And basically <laughs> all all it is is just a bunch of They don't of dudes. explain it well, I can tell you that much. Yeah, like all I know is that they're going to lead it into this furnace and they're going to use this thing called a piston to drive it into the furnace and Pour molten lead on it. Yep, that's, that's, that's all the, I that's, know. That's that's all that it was. So, but for, they spent twenty minutes explaining this. Yeah, and and then for the next twenty minutes, you just see a bunch of people running through tunnels and shutting doors. I wrote more CGI xenomorph sucks. Yeah, and it's like like I I, I think the problem with this whole s- s- like s- um, series of scenes is that you have no context of where you're at. Or where anything leads, because it's just a bunch of dudes running down tunnels and going, I shot E3! Oh, it's leading into C7! And it's like, where the fuck are they? Yeah, I, it's like, where was this this yeah. whole time? By the way, I wrote, the next thing I have after more CGI Xenomorph sucks, the EVAC landed yes. two hours and two minutes in. Look at... I, I want you guys to look at the timer of how long we've we've been talking. We are only an hour into this yeah, podcast. Wow, we're actually going pretty fast on this one. Because this movie talks about shit way too long. Yeah, there's like nothing way really too happening. Way too long. The, the alien is really not the forefront of this flick. No, it's not. <laughs> and that's a problem. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, the prisoner triggered the thing too early. Because they say, we only got one shot on doing this, and if we fuck it up, it's our fault kind of thing. And it's like, okay, so then Ripley's in charge of pulling the lever. But guess what? We only get one shot with this, right? Oh, yeah. We might as well have Ripley run away from it and tell the prisoner to go and go, hold on to the piston. He gets spooked. Turns the piston. It's like shit. Yeah. Cause now we got that to worry about. Because we see a bunch of people die, like running around in these tunnels. Yeah. They're literally, not, they're everyone not really doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> everyone that you you saw earlier all dies except for three people. Yeah. 
there's one guy in there in particular named David, and his name was uh, his real life name is Pete Postlethwaite. He's in a few movies Jeez, like last yeah, you would recognize him in movies. Um, like he was in James and the Giant Peach. He played the dude that gave him the crocodile tongues, <laughs> and then he's also in a couple other movies like you know. But um, yeah, he was in it, and he ends up getting killed because he he locks his door and then he's staring through the window, and it ends up going through another tunnel coming around behind yeah, him. Yeah, and I'm him. like, what the hell is yeah, happening the, the, now? Why is the, the xenomorph even down there? Yeah, like w- couldn't the xenomorph just leave? Yeah, it was it was really weird. So yeah, and then there's like a couple other people that die. Some dude named Kevin dies. Some the, dude w- named it, Kevin. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then the part that you're talking about happens where the pistons started too soon. Then Ripley's like, oh fuck, wh- how long do we have? And then Dylan's like, four to five minutes. Yeah, it's and like, then it's like counting down Jesus. essentially yeah and so they're like trying to shut it all down ripley spins way too damn long poking the damn thing in a corner yeah and it's oh, like yeah Dude, that's what right. is happening <laughs> yeah because she eventually <laughs> finds the xenomorph like like hidden up in this little area and she's got this like flame knife sparkler thing and she's like <laughs> she's like poking it at him and she's like come on come on and then he's just kind of batting at it yeah and he's like yeah, yeah and it's like they're basically it's like a dog with with their its owner you know? yeah it's like i i, I don't know what is happening yeah, right now it's like you know that it's not gonna follow you if you're poking fire <laughs> at it like like what? That's, co- that's doing the exact opposite thing that you wanted to do it's so weird. <laughs> so yeah, the xenomorph I've seen for the first time ever. A xenomorph is now curled up in the fetal position, yeah. batting at it like a cat. Yeah. Of, on like when it when its owner is trying to fluff it with the little like ball up yeah. the end of the, on the stick. stick. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, the prisoner triggered the too early. Ripley gets uh. Ripley grabs the xenomorph tail. Oh, I forgot and I'm like, about what that. What the fuck is happening yeah, in this it's movie? All swiping at her, and she grabs it. She's all trying to pull it out. And this, I'm gonna bite it. <laughs> and the xenomorph's just screaming at her. Yeah, I mean, because now at this point, you're wondering, man, should I be on the xenomorph side? <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> like, that's I? cruel and unusual animal punishment. Yeah, I mean, goddamn. I mean, it, it blew out of a goddamn cow. But I mean, yeah, man, I really don't think that like it deserved to have its tail grabbed. Like that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm really surprised Ripley didn't get injured at all. No, nope, like it any didn't... any part of this yep. whole scene, nothing happens to Ripley. Anyway, Dylan finally shows up. Yep, and <laughs> he's like, we only got like a minute or something like that. And so yeah. Dylan stays. Uh, oh yeah, so Dylan grabs uh, yes. Ripley, pulls her out, and goes, "Come on, you bastard!" Yeah. And it starts coming. The alien chasing. freaks out because it's like, "Oh no, it's trying to hurt my queen." Yeah. So then the uh, they they finally lead it into this goddamn thing. And, yeah. Uh, oh, and can I uh, one last thing about the the piston room? So the entire time the alien is running back and forth through these tunnels, I kept imagining a scene like you would see in one of those movies, in like, like a, a Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. I was imagining it was going to be running through all these doors. I, I was waiting like, for it too. It yeah, did it once, yeah, but it didn't come back because there were like eight doors in this room, right? And they all like were little tunnels, like how you would see in a hallway in a haunted mansion kind of thing. And it does run through one time, and then there's another time where there's a body and it like kind of ducks in grabs the body and then ducks pulls out. it out yeah yeah and that's when the oh dude starts the piston too soon but it looks so silly like it it just was like yoink and yeah <laughs> and i i i don't and, know what's happening to the xenomorph at this point and the funny thing is too about this that i just realized is that the xenomorph was taking all the bodies but they were all dead so yeah. there was no, no see, way for is, them to this is nest a, i was i was I, I was literally about to bring this up because Throughout the whole movie, he keeps killing everybody. Yes. Uh, we have never seen a xenomorph just flat out kill people. Yeah. It, it does kill some, 
but it has to keep some alive in order for its natural instincts to take over yes. to keep building the army. Mm-hmm. No matter if there is a queen or not, it still will do this. Yeah, because we've seen nest. this in several yeah. movies now. <laughs> yeah. That it will, even if the queen's not even there, it will still do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so I don't get it. I, I don't and again, you know, the only thing I can assume is because this one was like more of an animal per se. Like it was kind of a guard dog alien as opposed to like a human born alien. So maybe it oh wasn't boy. smart enough to do the nesting process. It was more of like a attack on sight kind of alien. But again, that's a stretch. Like yeah, it, that, it's, I, I don't it, know. I'm assuming on this one that you're supposed to infer that. But. Uh, so you know. Dylan and Ripley are trying to climb out of this whole piston yes. thing, and uh, and Dylan realizes that it's chasing after him. So he's like, "Hey, you go on without me. Yes, I'm gonna stay down here." And Ripley's like, "No, you can't do that." Blah blah blah. And she, he's like, "It doesn't matter." Yeah, I don't basically, know, dialogue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sacrifice myself. Just do it. Yeah. So then she pulls the damn thing. Yeah. Molten lead. Or no, no, no. Morse. This is Morris does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Morris he's the only the other one that survived yes. at this point. There's only three people alive. Yeah. Uh, Soon to pull, be two. <laughs> pulls, the, pulls the molten lead. Lead drops down, fills up. You're thinking, okay. Xenomorph gets gallons of molten lead adop- dropped on him. Hey, here's another Game of Thrones thing, because that gold gets poured oh, on the yes, guy in that, yes. in that show. Um, a crowd for a king. <laughs> for a king. Uh, <laughs> but then he jumps out. Yes. And it's like, what in the hell is happening? And I remember the very first time I saw this when I was a kid. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, that's weird. It's like, dude, this thing can survive in space and get molten metal yeah. dumped on top of it. So this thing's looking like the inside of a p- number two pencil. And uh, yeah. Ripley then, uh, Morris goes, hit the sprinklers. Yeah. So she climbs up, hits the sprinklers. Sprinklers get poured on it. And because it's a metal, it just expands yeah. and just blows up. And and I will say there <laughs> like, is a little bit of clever foreshadowing in the earlier part of the movie. This is two hours and 11 minutes in, by the way. We are literally an hour ahead of wow. where we are. Yeah, that's unusual for us. <laughs> Um, so there is that scene. So earlier in the movie, when that dude drops that thing and lights everything on fire, and then eventually Dylan gets the sprinklers, right? They have a bunch of these buckets that they put the toxic waste in that they're painting with, and they're all made out of like lead or iron or something. And they get so hot from the fire that when he pulls the sprinkler, one of the buckets does crack in half. And so it's like, oh, clever foreshadowing, you know? Yeah. And so, and it's something that you probably wouldn't see the first time, but after you see the ending of the movie and you just happen to be watching again, it's like, oh, hey, I never noticed that before. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of one of those things where if you do watch again, you didn't notice this time, go back and check it out if you ever want to watch this movie again i the only reason why to do to do that would be to basically do something like we're doing don't ever watch it a second time for pleasure (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i even had pleasure watching this first time but anyway take us out what happens at the final moments of this film all right so basically um after the xenomorph gets exploded 
we uh, get to see because um, in between some of this action, we get to see that this crew get eighty five meets the crew at the. I, I refer doors. to them as the evac team. And, yeah, the evac team, and and he essentially meets up with the scientists at first, and the and he's like, "Where's Ripley? Oh, she's down here by the furnace trying to kill the creature. Let's go!" And then they yeah, crazy they, anime looking dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, he looked dude, he like looks he was so straight weird. out of an anime. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, what the hell is he wearing? It's like <laughs> weird Asian dude with a weird costume. But uh, so then the evac team arrives like right as they right after they kill the creature uh, or the alien. And then um, it turns out that we see a figure in the background and then he steps into the light and it's Bishop. And then she's like, oh, Bishop, blah, blah, blah. Like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm from the company. I've come here to save you. And and she's like, oh, I know what you are. You're just a droid. You are here to come get the alien. He's like, no, I'm the real thing. And so it turns out that he's a, a human. He's not actually a droid. Um because as he's talking to Ripley, she's slowly backing up because, you know, she's she's got a hunch that they're not going to fucking let this thing go like, yeah, or kill it. Yeah, because he's saying, like, you know? oh, yeah, we'll take yeah. it out of you. We'll yeah. And then the, 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 the anime that. guy's like, it's just a quick procedure. A couple of cuts, you'll be out for two hours. And she's like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, whatever the fuck ever. I'll be out for the rest of my life. Yeah. And so, so she's backing up. And she eventually gets onto the thing that Morse is on, which is like it can move around to, to go to different furnaces to drop lead. So then uh, Bishop's like, do you trust me? And she's like, no. So she slams the gate. The thing moves away. And he's like, Ripley, no. What are you doing? Like, we can make this thing work. And uh, they end up shooting Morse in the knee. And he falls down. Um, and then 85 is like, oh, you fucking lied. And so he picks up a wrench and hits Bishop in the back of the head and fucking takes his ear nearly yeah, all the way off. His ear is like hanging. And he's yeah. like, see, I'm not, a, I'm not yeah. a droid. And I'm like, because I wrote Bishop is back. No, it's the one that designed them. Right. Yes. Never referring to the fact that this is actually Waylon. Yeah. Ne- because they've never referenced Waylon. Yeah. And so you're like. Okay, so is that who... I, I'm assuming but, it's an but, ancestor, or, yeah, a, dis- well, or a descendant, I mean. Obviously, we can... We, yeah, the, we, as the viewers that have watched all of these movies, mm-hmm. can assume that it is Wayland because it is the... A, it's the same actor from AVP. Yes. Uh, and we've seen all the descendants that have come up to this point. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, theoretically, you could have a gene pool where your genes are kicking around for a while and then eventually... Yeah, it you're skips born, like a generation Yeah, you're two. born as the exact replica of your, like, distant great-great-great-grandfather. Yeah. yeah, they have those pictures all over the internet with, like, Yeah, where it's like where Ashton they... Kutcher looks like some dude or, yeah. like, Eddie Murphy looks like a guy yeah. from, like, the 1930s. Anyway, long story short. We can assume that this is who this is, yeah. but they never say it. Yeah, they don't like, explicitly. They just call him. Why Bishop. not just say it? Yes, like, just say it. Yeah, it's like, come on, man, just say it. Like you know, he's he's Bishop Whalen. You know, like it. It just, just yeah. But either way, so he. But yeah, eighty five clubs the man, and yes. then he gets shot dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah, eighty five gets just shot to pieces, and then um and then Ripley basically. Is like, oh, I'm not gonna let you take this alien. So she puts her arms out and then fucking just falls backwards into well, the furnace. Her, did you get her last words? Uh, I did not. Her last words. Ripley says, "You're crazy," and then Bishop says something, and then she just jumps off. Yeah, and dies. And I'm like, "You're fucking crazy." Yeah. What? Yeah. What? And, what? And this scene was majorly. She different. gives up. Yeah, and of all of the things we've seen. And she gives up. And that's why this scene is really weird because in the theatrical cut, it's different. So the alien actually bursts out of her chest in the theatrical cut. It, it, she, she says like something to, to the same effect. 
and then as she gets ready to fall backwards, it starts bursting through her. So when she's falling, she fucking catches it in her arms and then fucking takes it down See, with that, her. See, that it's, is cool. Dude, the theatrical ending is so much better. Why did they change it? I don't, I don't know. Because it, my thing is, is like as you watch this as, a, as the 2003 remaster version, mm-hmm. special edition version or whatever, in your mind you're thinking that, oh, well, this should be the cut that should have been aired, right? Right. If that if the way that you're telling me is with the special edition is like she of all of what we've seen Ripley do she decides her last thing that she's going to do is kill herself and give up. She doesn't try to get it out of herself. Hell, we've seen people try to get these yeah. things out of their bodies and they survive it. Yeah. Why in this movie she just decides to not even try? She doesn't even try to like take it out of her. I yeah. don't know, man. Yeah, I think I think at this point she probably was just done. You know. Yeah, like, but my thing that's is the is only like, thing God, I can man. think is she's just so exhausted with fighting these fucking things that she's probably just like, I'm not even. I don't even want to deal with it anymore. So she fucking jumps off this thing, and uh, and then so after she dies, um, it shows that Moore's is being escorted out by the evac. The crew. only survivor and, of yeah, this whole thing. He's the only one that survived the. Uh, like out of everybody there um and then um then it cuts to the escape pod and it's ripley's nostromo message playing over one more time which which makes why? no absolutely no sense because she didn't have that message on her person when she was on the Sulaco. yeah like, and yeah because like there's never a time that she re-records that yeah. there's never a time that she rec- she didn't record that on that ship yeah she recorded it out on a different ship yes and that ship is on a like star cruiser that's yeah. like floating around space. Yes. So it's like, what, what is going on? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then end of transmission, it leads to the end of the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, at the end of that movie, I sat there and I'm like, that was two and a half hours <laughs> that I will never get back. Nope. And I was so and, pissed. And I I will say like the one thing I can say in defense of why the movie is not good <laughs> is uh. <laughs> They did have a lot of behind-the-scenes problems. There were, I want to say, two or three directors, oh uh, a lot of rewrites, um, a lot of stuff like with the theatrical cut and the director's cut, a lot of like creative differences between certain characters. Because I want to say the first half of the movie is directed by somebody, and then they brought in somebody to finish it. Oh, it was it. like Solo. Yeah. And yeah. so essentially the second person had to come in, fucking clean up some mistakes, and then basically piecemeal together this really shitty script. I want to say some of the scenes were being written as they were being filmed. So it was like half the movie doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, and so there was it was just – there's like a, a mini documentary on just how bad this movie was. The same with the puppetry, the practical effects, the CGI. They couldn't figure out what they wanted to do, so it's just a mishmash of all these different versions of the alien, which is why it's never consistent. Um, yeah, the, the alien's always a different size. It always looks different, runs different, you know, depending on if it's on the ceiling, if it's on the ground, if it's close up with somebody – um, and I want to say even too that Ripley or Sigourney Weaver, I don't think she wanted to come back. And then they were like, dude, like we can't film a third one without you. So we'll fucking pay you a shit ton of money if you will come back. Like we'll give you like a few million dollars or whatever, which at that time was fucking insane. And, uh, and so she was like, fine, I'll fucking do it. But I don't want to do another one, which in turn, she did relent eventually to do aliens, Re- alien resurrection, which was like years later. Well, before we start talking more trivia, let's head on into the corner. What corner? 
the uh, IMDb <laughs> corner. Yes. Uh, where we go ahead and we go down a few little things that we like to go through about the movies. Uh, we're going to start with trivia. Oh, whoops. And uh, let's see here. I'm going to sort, if you guys want to follow along, I'm going to sort based on interesting going down. I'm hitting refine right there. Oh, boy. Trivia. And what are, you, what are we doing it? Uh, based on interesting. Okay, sort by interesting. That's the one that you should have on top. Okay, and then, uh, wait, which one? That, that one right there. Oh, wow. Is that not the first one? Oops. Oh, no, I was just saying wow to the, uh, oh, the, to fact. the actual trivia. All right, since we got a little bit of time, I'm going to do a very special. We're going to do eight. Okay. Eight trivias here. I don't know why I picked eight, just because oh, I want to. Yeah, the second one says how much Sigourney Weaver costs. Here we go. Number one, the film spent over a year in editing. There, yeah. Woof. So, so that one, wow. that alone tells you like the reason why it's so disjointed. As a far movie as, like, should not plot. be spending more than a year on the chopping block. Yeah. That's how long it takes almost to film a movie. Anyway. Number two, the original budget was $45 million, which included Sigourney Weaver's fee of $5.5 million. Yeah, she was like, I'm not coming back for cheap. Yo, <laughs> oh my God, you can say that again. The budget soon spiraled, however, with the first Rennie Harlan and the Vincent Ward both leave, and then Vincent Ward both leaving the project before novice. Oh, David Fincher, that's right. Novice uh, feature film director David Fincher came on board. Executive last-minute reshoots, uh, especially after the final uh, was deemed to be too similar to Terminator 2 Judgment Day, uh, ultimately pushed the budget into the region of $65 million. Yeah, this does not look like a $65 million movie. Oh, boy, no, it does not. Number three, David Towie. Uh, contributed to the pile of ab abandoned scripts. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, the movie's pre-production generated. In his version, the only returning character is Ripley, who only briefly appears on a file card. As in previous scripts, the story involves experiments in genetically engineering aliens as bioweapons. This script included a high-security prison facility in space and its morally ambiguous Im inmates, one of which is the escape artist, oh, is an escape artist, themes which made it into both the finished product and Towie's own Pitch Black 2000. Pitch Black is a movie, if you guys don't know. Um, number four, David Towie, Vincent Ward, Joe, John Fa Fasno, uh, Rennie Harlan, David Fincher, Larry Ferguson, David Giller and Walter Hill all attempted to claim credit to the yeah. screenplay during the... Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's just a mess. Uh, four more writers could have claimed credit but choose not to. William Gibson and Eric Red uh, saw no point in doing so since the film has changed subs uh, substantially from their earlier drafts. Greg... Bruce mm -hmm. uh, was talked out of claiming credit in exchange for generated work elsewhere. And Rex Pickett, despite having written a substantial amount of the, of the shooting script, declined to seek credit due to how unpleasant his experience was of working on the film had been. Yikes. 
Yikes. <laughs> Number five, when the power that uh when the powers that be decided on a new end uh ending to the shot, Elliot Golds Goldenthal uh had one night to come up with the new score. Oh wow. Oh weird. So the ending music is different. Well the ending music uh was done in a night. Yeah, so for our version, our music was like, oh shit, I gotta make something different. <laughs> like, cause yeah, cause the theatrical cut I think was the diff was the original ending. I'm gonna scroll down a couple here. Uh, number six on the set of Pinewood Studios, a giant le uh, lead foundry took twelve weeks. Is that am I reading that right? An, uh, lead foundry. Le lead foundry. Oh. A giant lead foundry took 12 weeks to construct and put uh, the production way behind. Even with six-day weeks and 14-hour days, the crew were unable to keep up with the schedule. Jeez, man. Oof. That's a long one. I'm going to skip that one there. Um, number seven, the miniature of the coastline seen when the EEV is plummeting towards the planet was given a sickly green hue uh, to suggest that the area was polluted with decades of industrial spilling. Mm. Okay. Sounds delicious. I'm trying to find short ones. These are all really, really long. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Is this movie's just... Uh, number eight, or is this number seven? I don't know. We're gonna do one more, <laughs> hoping to give a uh, uh, give the destroyed bishop a more complex look that could not be done by simple makeup. The final product was done entirely through animatronics, while a playback of Lance Hendrickson, that's right, uh, voice played to guide uh, Sigourney Weaver. Hmm. Well, there you go. There's your trivia. All right. Let's head into the loot box there, Josh. Where are we going? Oh. We are we doing quotes? Are we doing goofs? Are we doing crazy credits? Are we doing soundtracks? Um Let's do crazy credits. Crazy credits. Oh. We only got one of them, oh, but yeah, I didn't realize there was only one. <laughs> um Go ahead, whatever. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and this is what we were talking about earlier. The twentieth century Fox fanfare that plays during the opening studio logo segues ominously into the score of the film which is yeah where you get that abrupt like long hold on the end and then all of a sudden it's just playing the like the aliens music if you want to do uh like four more goofs i wouldn't mind okay you wanna go um all right so uh we'll just sort these by um interesting interesting Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, perfect. We Number two. Yeah, we were talking about this, too. Okay, so there's no logical explanation for how the alien egg appears on the Sulaco at the beginning of the film. Although it has been speculated that the queen alien laid the egg when she was hiding in the landing gear of the dropship, the alien egg is clearly not inside the landing gear after it, was ha or after it has hatched. It appears to be somewhere either inside the dropship or elsewhere in the Sulaco. Since the Queen Alien was never in the interior compartment of the dropship and certainly never made it past the cargo bay of the Sulaco, there's no explanation for how the egg got where it is. Plus, she didn't have her ovipositor, so she would have had no way to even lay the egg. Number three. Uh, when the EEV report is being made at the beginning of the film, Ripley is listed as lieutenant, yet Ripley's rank was always a warrant officer, a lower rank than lieutenant. The extended inquest of the Aliens director cut makes this clear. 
while it's true that Burke promised her that she'd be reinstated as a flight officer since they never returned to Earth after Aliens, it is unlikely that this occurred, and certainly not at a higher rank than she was prior to her return to LV-426. Number four. When the uh, No, that's the same one. Um, okay, so at around 17 minutes, when Clemens performs the autopsy on Newt, her blood runs freely as if she had died very recently. However, she had been in the escape pod for a long time and then been frozen in the morgue. Even when defrosted, her blood would have coagulated and would not flow or stain clothes the way it does. Um, and then yeah, you can get one more. Last Number one. five. All right. Uh, if the EEV impacts at a speed high enough to heat up the hull to glow, it would smash up beyond recognition, leaving no chance of survival. Even the sheer G-load occurring on impact would be more than enough to kill the occupants. And if... They could be uh, retrieved from the wreck at all. They are liable to have almost every piece of bone cracked to splinters. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Damn. So basically nobody would have survived from that that crash. All right. Let's head over into my favorite part it is taglines. Oh, yeah. Let's see. What's some awesome taglines? Oh, damn. There's a lot. Uh, for wow. some reason, I'm not able to. There we go. Yeah, it took a second to look. All right. Here we go. Number one. In 1979, we discovered in space, no one can hear you scream. In 1992, we will discover on Earth, everyone can hear you scream. What? God damn, that is a long. That is a long tagline. What? What the hell does that even mean? And they're not they're even not on, on Earth. Earth. <laughs> yeah, what, what does that even mean? What the fuck? In 1979, it came from within. In 1986, it was gone forever. In 1992, our worst fears have come true. It's back. <laughs> and then the next one, number three, it's back. <laughs> and number four, start running again. The bitch is back. Oh, my God. What the? What? You can't do that. Number five. That is terrible. Number five, this time, it's hiding in the most terrifying place of all. Where, your ass? Like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what, I, I, I have no idea. Number six, our worst fears have come true. It's back. Number six. Oh. Wait, how many? One, two, three, four, five, six. This is number seven. Three times the suspense. Three times the danger. Three times the terror. More like point three times the suspense. Point three times the terror. What does that even mean? And there's like there's not, one alien. Yeah, there's not even three aliens. So like oh it would have made God. way more sense if there was three. Oh like I mean shit. If you even want to count the queen that is inside Ripley, I'll let you do that. We'll say there's <laughs> two. Okay. But how dare you not, say that there are three? Yeah, there is not a third alien in this. How movie. dare you say alien squared? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. Um. Let's head on into the release date. When did this bad boy come out? May 22nd of 1992. That was, uh, well, the first, I got, okay, I guess the red carpet premiere was the 19th, but the overall nationwide release was the 22nd of 1992. And Who then, got this one last? Let's see here. So before the re-release, okay, so it looks like Romania got it last on December 3rd of 1993. That's actually a pretty quick turnover. Yeah, they actually they actually got pretty uh yeah. pretty around there. Yeah, cuz it looks like most of them got it. It looks like a lot of countries over in Europe and like Eastern Europe got it uh, like in September, mid-September and October and then a bunch of other countries it looks like in August and July. Um yeah, so 
Yeah, a really quick turnover. I'm actually surprised by that. I'm assuming as as the 90s started rolling in and technology was getting a little bit better with filming. You Easier know, to distribute. Yeah, because now, you know, you look. I remember thinking about this when I was a kid, how long it took movies to come to VHS. Like, it took months, if not oh, years. Oh, it almost took years. Yeah. I think Ghostbusters took almost two years to come yeah. out of VHS. And it's insane to me to think now a movie turns around in less than, like, two months. Oh, yeah. It, it's, like, out And out now the it's based on the decision of the studio. Yeah. Because, like, Disney will hold Avengers for months so they can mm-hmm. make more money in theaters. Yes. Hell, Spider-Man was still able to go. Duly note, it was re-released because they won an Oscar. But but mm-hmm. you can still see it in theaters even yes. though the movie's out. Yeah, because they're just like, well, why the hell not? Yeah, you get know, more money. It's more money to, to be in the box office. Yeah, and you get to see it on the big screen, so it would be an experience. But, I mean, if you want to buy it, you can buy it. But, yeah, it's like now... The movie's in theaters, out of theaters, within a couple weeks, bam, on DVD. And it's if like, the movie flopped, they can easily... shit. Yeah, it's easier for a studio to go, oh, this movie flopped, pull it, release it, done. Yeah. It's and out of our and, hair now. And they'll end up making more money because then people like people like me who like to shop in the $5 bin sometimes will just pick a bunch of random movies just to see what the hell they well, are. Well, the other thing is, is they, they earn more, they get more money because the uh, movie theater doesn't get as much of a Oh, cut. right. Because the yeah. longer the movie's in the theater... The more of the cut goes That's towards right. yeah. the movie theater. They make more percentage as yeah. time goes on for every like week. Uh, so anyway, let's see how much this bad boy made too. All right, the budget for this guy estimated fifty million dollars, but we saw that even yeah. it got into the sixty-three million mark. Yeah, which is insane in the membrane. Uh, opening weekend earned Ooh. it in the U.S. as twenty-three million one hundred forty-one thousand. Uh, one hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Uh, it grossed worldwide one hundred and fifty-nine million seven hundred seventy-three thousand six hundred dollars. And I think this was really based on the fact that Aliens was such a success. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure. And so everyone went to go and see it, and whoop. yeah, they were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they came out with a third one. What are they gonna do now?" Let's head over down into tech specs, Josh. What do we got going on in our tech specs here? All right. So uh, runtime. So. All right, so the original theatrical version. Oh, my God, version. I wish I watched the original one. Yeah, so now after <laughs> – it's so funny because now after watching the special edition, wow. Uh, so the original runtime was an hour and 54 minutes for the theatrical version, our special edition that we watched, the special assembly cut edition. It didn't even say that on uh, iTunes. Yeah, that's so stupid. Is two hours and 25 minutes. So that is a, a solid 30 minutes of extra – content that they added to the movie or took out of the movie initially um and changes that they had made to certain scenes to make it run quicker um <laughs> uh, yeah and i will say that and and then the special edition here is two hours and 18 minutes which i think that was a different special edition because um, that's not the one that we watched no. um so yeah and and i remember people even complained then about the movie like being too too slow when it was in the theater um, all right, sound mix, 70mm, uh, six-track 70mm uh, prints, and Dolby SR 35mm prints. Uh, aspect ratio was 220 to 1 for the 70mm and 2.39 to 1, I guess, for everything else. Um, hit the camera, Panavision Panaflex Platinum. But they only had one camera. Yeah. They only listened to one I wonder why it all here. looked like shit. <laughs> um, and then, uh, let's see here... Um, Negative format was 35 millimeter Eastman EXR 500T. Oh wow! 5296. So here's my thing: is it is the reason effects. why would they shoot in different film? 
to shoot the special effects. Yeah, that is. I'm assuming because of the composite. Like shots. The, they want a wider shot with a 65 millimeter. Maybe yeah, okay. just so that way you could probably like pull out a little bit and see the alien a little bit better because they were probably like if it's too close it probably looked too fake okay. or or maybe, yeah because it looked or, totally yeah, real yeah <laughs> or or maybe maybe it just like helped with with the outlining of the alien because sometimes you, like when the, it was farther away you could clearly tell it was not there but the closer it got i think the better it blent in you know <laughs> and i mean yeah that's being generous oh boy okay um, anyway and then uh yeah cinema cinema Wait, cinematograph. Wait, <laughs> cinematographic process. Why is there cinematographic? Why is there to in there? Uh, Panavision, anamorphic, and then printed film format, thirty-five millimeter and seventy millimeter blow up. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, and now we head into our ranking. All right. What did you go first or did I go first? I think uh, you went. I think I went first. I think you went first. Yeah. Last so time. go ahead. Okay. So I, I'm. Uh, I'm going to say I'm probably being a little generous. I'm just going to start off with that. Okay. Um, I don't hate this movie. I will say that much for sure. I, I, it is really long, especially the, the <laughs> cut that we watched. And it probably would have been better had we just watched the theatrical cut. But I don't have any. I just have the special edition, so I had no choice. But, I chose um, to watch the 2003 version. But um, I regret it. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so but I, I think it's good to watch that version because I feel like it's the intended version to watch. Plus, to that way, like, you can, you can kind of get some pieces that they leave out of the original movie. Um, Either way, the movie is really long. It's really drawn out. There's not enough of the alien. takes It takes a while to get into the a long while to get into the action, and even then, the action's kind of subpar at best. Um, but I will say that I don't think you should skip the movie. You should at least watch it once just to complete the trilogy. Because initially, when we you this movie was out, nobody ever thought they were going to come out with Alien Resurrection, which came out um, in like twenty something twenty what was it, 2007 maybe or something? It came out like 10 or 15 years later. So it was never in the plan to make this movie, or the fourth version. So I look at it as one of those movies where if you've seen the first two, it's always good. Just like with The Godfather, you just need to complete the trilogy. Just watch it at least once. Um, uh, and I, so I gave it, basically, I just gave it a five. It's just okay. kind of a medium, mediocre movie. That is a meh. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because this movie this movie is not going to get you on the edge of your seat, but I don't think it's so bad that you shouldn't watch it. You should at least see it once. And if you want to own it, if you're an if you're an alien fan, I would say get it, but don't don't expect to watch it a bunch of times. I've seen Alien Resurrection more than I've seen this one. And Alien Resurrection is is really goofy. I will say that much. Um not to spoil all of it or anything, but but uh, yeah, Alien Three. I've, this is only like the third time I've ever seen this movie. I've seen Alien Resurrection like probably like seven or eight times already, and I've seen Aliens fucking innumerable amounts of times. I've seen Alien like I don't know, maybe or ten or fifteen times so far. So Alien Three is definitely the black sheep of the group, and um, yeah, just watch it if you want to watch it, if you want to complete the trilogy, or if you just want to complete the whole series. Um, but after that, it just like with a couple of the other movies, you could probably just go ahead and leave it on the back burner after that. Okay. So a lot of people are probably assuming what I'm going to say, um, because I obviously didn't enjoy the movie. I thought it ruined a once fantastic character into a whiny, complaining, secretive 
character that didn't play the role that she once was. And um, I honestly, you know, as I have found out that, you know, she she demanded more money for her to even come back. Yeah. It it really did feel like she didn't want to be there. Yeah, she's now phone, phoning it in. A yeah, because bit. like in obviously Aliens, she is Sigourney Weaver is probably peak character. Yeah, next to her role in uh, Galac- <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Yeah, <laughs> but like uh, the thing is, is and, and Ghostbusters. But the thing is, is like this movie is such a blemish on I think her record that I I really just didn't like it. I think the movie was so. Much longer than it needed to be. I hate movies that leave it down to one decision to cause the, to the cause more time. Now, if the decision, if if something, if if a situation happened and it caused a domino effect, to then go on for another maybe fifteen twenty minutes, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. For a situation to happen and then it extends the movie for another hour and a half is bullshit it shouldn't do that that is so much longer of a movie that you just needed another reason of like like you're like oh we we have extra money laying around let's just make a more movie yeah or they were like trying to backpedal so much stuff or pick up the pieces so much that it just ended up like garbage like i i just didn't like i gave it a four (laughs) <laughs> I gave it a four. Yeah, that, well, that's not bad. I actually expected you to give it a little bit lower. I was expecting like a two or a three out of you. I didn't think that because then I, I really do agree with you on the fact that it does need to be seen maybe once or twice in your lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's it's I, I think it's a mediocre film. I don't think it's terrible mm-hmm. because I think if we weren't, if we didn't watch Aliens, I think maybe I would have given this maybe a five. Oh, okay, yeah. And that's Don't good... shoot me, maybe a six. Yeah. But after seeing the peak of what we had, <laughs> yes. we fell hard. Yeah, it's it's like when you go up that first hill on a roller coaster, and that, that's like right when you get to the top. It's like, oh, okay, aliens. And then you fall, and you're like, yeah. alien three! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I just know. don't know what happened in yeah. this movie. I don't, like, as I was, like I was saying, when alien was when aliens was on, mm-hmm. I watched that thing. Str- like I was locked in. in, I was right <laughs> into that film. When I watched this, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. let's go, let's move, let's get it going." Yeah. And uh, now I was looking back at my scores because I have all the scores that we gave individually as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movies that I gave fours to was AVPR, The Predator, and this movie. <laughs> yeah, so basically like the worst of the group. Yeah, and the thing is is the reason why I gave those fours was because they were slow. Yeah. They didn't have like they didn't know what they were doing and they took all the fun out of those movies. And the thing about these movies is there are monster movies. They yeah. are a monster. There is if you were to put uh Freddy running around and causing havoc, but then you're like but the movie's not about Freddy. <laughs> like right, it's, yeah. it's Nightmare on Elm Street, but Freddy shows up every so often. Yeah, like we—it's not really about him. And it's like, dude, yes, it is. It's about him. Like, yeah. what are we not watching? More alien running around. Why do we have one that, out of this whole film? That's for the part, two hours. That's the part that makes me the maddest. Is because it's like after going from a a whole hive of aliens, how are you going to just go back down to one? Yeah. Like you and and you could have at least had a couple of them, you know, so that way they could have worked in tandem together and been like 
it's like, okay, I get that you can't have a whole hive of aliens, but if you would have had multiple threats that were working together as a team, like like Velociraptors, for example. Which is what they do. Yeah. They do run around like Velociraptors. Yeah, so. and so if you would have had like three of them, two or three of them working together to be to outsmart these people, if if all these prisoners were like not so stupid and they were actually making logical decisions and they were like, oh, we, we got to trap it down these tunnels or whatever, but then... Like, or if they did something where one alien, like, they didn't initially know there was two, and they thought there was only one, and then it turned out as they trapped this one, the other one shows up and fucking kills some people or something. That would have been cool. But having just one alien, and especially two, like, an attack dog alien that is limited in intelligence compared to the previous two movies, which you can clearly tell because basically all it does is run around and kill things. It's, it's like, yeah, they just basically dumb down the movie to the point where they're just like, hey, like... Yeah, just watch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I like, I don't think anyone's heart and soul is in this. Nope. And the thing is, is like you know, the director of this movie is no shy to great movies. Yeah, because uh, David Fincher has David a good Fincher, career. Um, I was reading it off uh, last night. Let me see if I can get it up here. Um, yeah, because this movie nearly like derailed him. Like he was a, a rookie director, and he was like, "Sure, I'll sign up for this." And then when when it was plagued with all these problems, he basically almost fucking ruined his career. So here's here's what he was doing. I'm not gonna go too far back. After Aliens, he was making. He's a French director, uh, and then he was trying to break out into uh, making American films. So guess what he tries to do in 1999? He makes Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? 2002, Panic Room. Uh, he does a he does a few concert stuff. 2007, Zodiac. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's no, 2008, The Curious uh, is Benjamin Button. Yeah. Uh, and then he does some more concert stuff. 2010, The Social Network. Uh, 2011, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. 2013, House of Cards. More concert stuff. 2014, Gone Girl. It's yeah, like. And these dude, are all like critically acclaimed movies. Uh, t- 1995, Seven. Yeah. It's like, he dude, went, what happened? He went from directing Alien 3 to 7, which is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like, it, it's amazing to me how this guy basically, like, dug himself out of a hole of shit. Like, I don't know how David Fincher survived because most of the other people that were worked on this movie didn't. Like, there are a few key people that might have gone on to a better career after this, but most of them, no, they pretty much were done. Yeah, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and again too, in in defense of this movie, and I think this is mainly why I give it a little bit higher score. Like that extra point is just from after watching the documentary about the making of this movie and how terrible the behind the scenes stuff was. Like I kind of give it the benefit of the doubt. Like it could have been so much better if all that shit didn't happen. But my so. thing is this also is uh, is the reason why I look at Solo as not a great movie either. Mm-hmm. I'd have to watch it again. I've only seen it once. But the thing is, is like there was so much backlash happening with Solo, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing when you look at uh, movies like even uh, if you even if you didn't see Solo and you want and you stick mainly to the Star Wars mainline films is uh, is Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. It's like those movies fall apart because no one knows what the hell's happening. Yeah, and and then when they finally get someone that's like, hey, you're you. You're finishing this whether you want <laughs> yeah. to or not. Yeah. And then you get Ryan Johnson, or worse, you get Ron Howard going, great, I was just dealt a big pile of shit, and now i got to figure this all yep. out. So it's like, you know, and then Ron Howard had to, like, t- 
teach the guy who played Solo how to be Solo. Yeah. It's like, dude, um, they really didn't know what they were doing with that. And so it's it's things like that where I start going, I didn't give those movies a benefit of the doubt, and I have to look at this movie as how it was made and how it got done. Whether there were seven directors or one, it needs to come out in a good product. Otherwise, the movie sucks and mm-hmm. it sucks. Uh, but I get why you gave it what it, you did. Uh, but I wasn't emotionally invested into it because I wanted to, you know, get as way far away from this yeah, movie and, as possible. And you'd said you hadn't seen any of these movies. I've all never the way seen through. any of these movies at all. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and so uh, yeah, all the way through. Maybe the like the, the first, first one, one I never saw all the way through. The second one I never saw, and the third one I've never seen. Oh, okay, and then you haven't. Seen and I've never seen one, Resurrection. Right? Okay, yeah, I will say that. Okay, so Resurrection's not as bad as Alien 3. I will say that. Okay. It, it, he says. Yes. He this, says but, now. But I will say it's just really goofy, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> like this, they did not need to make the Well, before movie, we but, start segueing into yeah. that, Josh, roll us off. What do we got going on on the movie combat leaderboards? What, what's going oh, on yes. over there? Okay, so, um, all right. Uh, and then this is the updated scores yep. here. Yep. Okay, so it looks like we have... Um, retaining the title spot at number one, our newly crowned champion from last week, Aliens, at a perfect 10, which is absolutely correct. <laughs> uh, followed by our, our former champion or former leader of this Yeah, uh, our, so was far. it, nine-week champion. Y- yeah, it n- took nine weeks for that movie to be dethroned. Uh, at 8.5, um, a score of 8.5 in second place is Predator. The 1987 version. Um, and then we've got Alien behind that at third place uh, with a score of eight. We've got behind that in fourth place, Predators with a score of seven. Um, and then behind that in fifth place is Predator 2 at 6.5. Tied for seventh place is Prometheus and Alien Covenant uh, coming in with solid sixes. Uh, and then behind that, we've got uh, AVP at a score of five, and that is in eighth place. And then uh, adding in our brand new, uh, our brand new movie or arrival or combatant, whatever you want to call <laughs> it, uh, tied for tenth place with The Predator at a score of four point five. We have Alien Three. And then rounding up the very last part, which you already know it's trailing behind, AVPR at 3.5. I honestly, I was I, I was wondering if we were going to get that low. Yeah. If, it, if this movie, in the beginning of this, I was like, oh my God. This, this would is going to be worse. One, yeah. This is going to be worse than AVPR. And like, I, I, I was like, oh man. And then towards the end of it, after the whole movie was over, I'm like, I don't think it was a three. I definitely think it's a, it, it, like in my mind. I was like, it's probably a four. It's a mediocre film at best yeah. on a good day. Uh, but yeah, you watch it once and you watch it because you're like, hey, I want to watch all the alien movies, and that's about it. Yeah, pretty and, much. And you, and you put it back on the shelf. Yeah. In the movie bundle that you had got stuck with this movie. Yep. You didn't buy this by itself. Nope. You got stuck with this movie. Yeah, yeah. The only the only reason why you'll ever own this is because you bought the box set. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, or you it, were it, like, oh, I don't have all of them. I might as well buy the other. Yeah. If you're an OCD and you got to collect stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, why don't you segue us out of uh, what? Are, what's what's all in right. the books for our S- final week? So coming our last and final movie, our twelfth movie of the series. 
and I forget when it was released in like 2000 something will be the final Alien movie as well. I can, I can check that out. The uh, yeah. sixth in the series. No, sorry. Yeah, sixth in the series um, will be Alien Resurrection and chronological. No, 1997. Really? Yeah. Damn. 1997 is when this movie. Okay, came out. never mind. It came out a lot sooner. So it was only five years between the two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I could have swore this was released in the 2000s. N- no, it was not. Damn. Who's directing this? You know what? Actually, now that you say that, I do remember the movie being released earlier because I remember I wasn't sorry. High school. Sorry, I may have mentioned in the last uh, when I was talking about. Um, uh, what's the director of the last David movie? Fincher? David Fincher about how he was a French director. I apologize. I was referencing the director for Alien Resurrection. He oh, is a like French Villeneuve director. Villeneuve or whatever, right? Yeah, Jean Pierre Jeunet or something like that. Anyway, he directs a lot of French films. Don't even bother. He has never directed anything else. Yeah, I think this is that's the in only, English. I think this is his, this was his like attempt to get into the English market, and uh, yeah. it didn't work. Like, we'll see. But yeah, we will I, see. I will. I will say though that the next movie, it's it's not as bad as Alien Three. It's it's pretty fun actually. I mean, we get um, Win Notoriety. You know, yeah, movie. yeah, and Ron Perlman. And uh, yeah, we do get Ron Perlman, yep. your old Hellboy himself. Yep. I guess and we can't say that anymore because there's a new Hellboy. Yeah. But anyway. But uh, but yeah, it, it it's loads of fun. I I like. I think I think loads we'll, of fun. Yeah. If that's not a tagline on it, <laughs> yeah. We I, shall see. I think we'll go out with a. Not with a whimper, not with a bang, but not with a whimper. You know, we'll, we'll go out with a good like, okay, you know, that wasn't so bad, I think. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that is your homework of yes. next week. You're not going to want to miss the last episode. If you stuck with us so far, yeah. make sure you hit the like button no matter where you are listening to this. Uh, rate this video, uh, this podcast wherever you are listening to if you're listening to the audio version so that it gets promoted and so that everyone knows where to go and listen to their primal source of entertainment the primal target right here. Uh, and uh, if you're watching the video version of this, make sure you hit the subscribe button over there on YouTube uh, or if you're watching it on Facebook. It's all over the place now. You can just get this anywhere. Yeah. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Google messed me all up. I thought it was only in places where I thought I could only put it. But apparently it goes yeah. everywhere. It's it out just, there in the ether It's now. on Tumblr. It's on Facebook. It's on everywhere. Just go and find it. or you're all, You already found it because you're listening to it. Yeah. Share you it. You can tell even find us on Pornhub. No, I'm, no I'm not just yet. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I heard their, their subscription <laughs> base are a little bit better. Though. But, but yeah, <laughs> they've got the infrastructure. <laughs> they got something. Yeah. They got something building over there. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to listen to more, make sure you hit subscribe wherever you are at. Make sure you hit thumbs ups or rate them wherever you are at. And uh, yeah, make sure you check out more content that we have. We have another. We have two other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Bitcade is our video game podcast. PT thirty six hundred is an hour of us talking about random topics. And oh boy, last season was crazy. Yeah. Check out season two. It is all up yeah, and loaded. We had some crazy episodes towards the yeah, end. Yeah, <laughs> it is all up and loaded and ready for you to listen to. Uh, and we'll be back soon on that for PT3600. So go ahead and subscribe there. Uh, well, it's all one RSS feed, so you're good to go. Anyway, thank you guys. That's enough talking. Josh, until next week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be that alien. Just batting it in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>